0: Real fact number 10, mosquitoes are attracted to people who have recently eaten bananas. So if you're out there and you're eating a banana, just think to yourself, a mosquito could attack you. Anyway, though, guys, welcome back (laughs) to the channel. I am your host, Milo Judd. Some fucking re-messed up the audio from last week. I won't say out of the three of us who it was, but it was me. And that's why we didn't have an episode out for you guys last week. We are very sorry about that. Hopefully, this episode does get published. Uh, Like I said, I'm your host, Danilo Judd. This is Danilo Judd Reviews. Today, I'm joined once again by Brandon and Francesco, both kids I go to college with at Oakland University studying film, but Francesco is actually getting a real job after his four years end. Brandon, how's it going, my man?
1: Oh, man, it's been good since the last time, Uh, about two weeks ago, I think, (laughs) We've last talked to each other. Yeah. How's it been going with you,
0: man? Oh, you know, I need a nexus pill—that's for damn sure. And Francesca, <laughs> how's, it, how's it going with you, Francesca?
2: <laughs> I'm doing great, man. You know, I'm just uh, enjoying myself, enjoying life. And uh, I had a really good break. We had break this week, and uh, it was really nice. And uh, I got to spend time with my girlfriend and everybody. And uh, whoa, it's been really. Cool. It's been a really Real good Francesco's
1: week. Francesco's got a
0: lady. Yeah, yes, I, didn't I know that. That's breaking news here. That's a Danilo Judd reviews exclusive. <laughs> Francesco has a girlfriend. Yeah, and
2: that. I've also been working on my uh, wait, my own oh, personal.
0: Wait, 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 dude, is it a Darcy yeah. cutout, or is it an actual person?
2: It's an actual person. <laughs> okay, dude, I just want to make sure
0: we weren't ordering Darcy <laughs> <with us.
2: laughs> No, it's like it's been a really good break, though. We we had yeah. we watched some movies together, and also I worked on my own uh reviews as well because i got like we'll talk about it later but um yeah. but other yeah, than that nice i'm like show. really excited about this week's episode really excited and it's, yeah. been, it's yeah. really good really good we these past two episodes to too about. yeah
0: yeah in this review if you're new to the channel though this is a podcast exclusive so you'll only find it on the podcast form where we do talk about wandavision and all mcu tv shows moving forward like loki and falcon and the Winter soldier For the reviews, we break it down into what we like about the episode, what we don't like about the episode. Any Easter eggs, that's where I turn to Brandon and Francesco, my Marvel connoisseurs. And then the very fun part of the episode, we talk about theories, which takes up about a third of the entire video, of the entire audio, is where we really just have fun, and where we try to predict where the fuck WandaVision is going. And, you know, there's a saying, if you shoot a thousand shots, you're bound to make some. And, you know, we shot probably a thousand theories in the last, what, six episodes? We actually got some of them right. Brandon got some right. Francesco got some right. And no, it wasn't about the fucking gazebo. But, you know, he got a few other ones right. And I got a few other ones. Right.
2: <laughs> I swear to God, that gazebo is definitely going to be making something big on the last episode i swear um, no okay. I, I hope i really hope so
1: don't <laughs> no, watch one is gonna get fucking thrown into the gazebo that's how he's gonna get yeah, his fucking. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: exactly. it's gonna be like in the background <laughs> shot of like the end credits or something like that anyway oh guys uh and here's the recap of episode seven from last week and for this we're just gonna briefly talk about it what happened in the episode the big reveal at the end and then also just what we liked about the episode and if anything didn't really work for it um so yeah Br- uh, Francesco, do you want to read us the little quick summary
2: yeah, sure thing. So basically when Monica confronts Wanda, Agnes tells Monica to leave and takes Wanda to her house. And so Wanda looks for the boys in the in her basement and discovers a strange witch-like lair. Agnes introduces herself as a witch named Agatha Harkness and reveals that she has been interfering with Wanda, including by sending the Pietro imposter and killing Sparky.
0: That bitch. When you dig up a dead dog's body, just for your theme song. F. Jesus, <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> Dude, how did she even have something to hold? The dog was obliterated. Anyway, though, Brandon, what did you like about the episode, man? And what didn't you like about the episode?
1: So what I liked about the episode was, first, I loved how they revealed, like eventually revealed who Agnes really was. And it was Ag- Agatha Harkness to our knowledge, but I just liked how they, you know, they did her a little intro and then they like revealed like, Oh, she, she made the bunny appear out of the magician's hat or um, like uh, Francesco says, like she, she made Pietro appear in front of Wanda uh, when they were in the 80s. So I really liked how they were able to creatively come up with a way to like um, reveal that Agatha Harkness is a part of the MCU now. It confirmed, basically. Um, and then what I also liked was... Yeah, you got... Um, that we... You got that right. Oh, sorry. What?
0: You and Francesco got that right. You said that Agnes was going to be Agatha Harkness. So that was one theory uh, you yeah. get right. Yeah, I mean,
1: yes, it
2: wasn't... We did.
0: It wasn't that... I mean, it was pretty it wasn't difficult it's was pretty yeah predictable. uh it would have been difficult for me if i was just doing if the, it was just called danilo Judd reviews and it was one little brown boy sitting here being like, well you know what danilo oh, fucking learn me. up on your marvel shit bro. bro what i don't know how many i don't <laughs> read dude go on fucking wikipedia or some shit i mean like, that <laughs> Do would
1: require reading brandon are you telling me you didn't you didn't
0: look up Wikipedia for your high school projects? I can neither confirm nor deny that information. No, nah, he just I, cheated <laughs> off me. As I'm I graduated, kidding. Sigma Cum Laude or whatever it was called. Anyway, they'll keep going with what you like about uh, episode seven.
1: So what I what I also liked was that we eventually got the reveal that Monica Rambo got her powers Ooh. for the for the first time, and I, I really loved the transformation of it that specific scene, she goes into the hex for the third time and we see um, like a line of people or like a line of like her character development pretty much and she morphs it all into one character her eyes fucking being blue and then she's she's seeing all this uh, radiation yeah, and uh, she, yeah, she be, yeah, that that was amazing and I really, Monica to me, is becoming one of my favorite characters from this show. Really, I mean, just because
0: of how, just because of how she's developed uh, throughout this series, to me. Um, but piggybacking off of Brandon, um, for a second, we like he said, um, like brand, like, and like I said as well, Brandon Francesco, like early on, in the, early on in the reviews, said that Agnes was probably going to be Agatha Harkness, and so. That becomes interesting from a story point and from a viewer point. How are you going to write it to where we give a shit that she's Agatha Harkness? And how are you going to have the viewers, like, know, like, be surprised when that happens? And let me tell you, this episode seven killed it with their writing once again. We've praised them throughout every single review that their writing is just getting better and better. And that's exactly what happened with this with the last week's episode. We knew that Agnes was Agatha Harkness. We knew that like early on, how were they going to pull that off? Were we still going to be surprised when it was pulled off? They did it. They wheeled us so deep into WandaVision where we were just so entranced, I guess would be the right word, by Wanda going down to the basement, the score, everything like that. And Agatha, and Agnes turning to Agatha Harkness, and we were still surprised by it. You know, from directing down to the person who brings the food, that was wonderful execution by this entire team of people over at Marvel, doing, you know, creating WandaVision. That was perfect. Another thing that I really enjoyed about this episode was um, Wanda admitting that she possibly could be the villain. I really did enjoy that. Um, I didn't like how Monica could stand up to Wanda however though some people like were telling me like okay maybe it was just to show that Monica had superpowers maybe it was just you know Wanda had um she wasn't at her full potential of power because we did see throughout the episode like everything's glitching so she clearly doesn't like have uh she's not 100% so there must be something yeah so I'm like okay and then obviously the big reveal at the end, Agnes becomes Agatha Harkness, and we get that fucking killer theme song. Do you guys know, as soon as that dropped, it was on the top ten on the iTunes charts, and like, dude, like I think hours. it was number
1: one on like the soundtrack uh, yeah. charts.
0: Yeah, it was like hours, like. It was minutes after that, at, that that it dropped. Like it Because that like, song fucking slaps, one. dude. It's... Oh, no, it for sure does. All over Doesn't Kathry
2: Hahn actually sing it, though? She actually yeah, does, she so. she does. She does yeah, the she chorus, yeah. yeah, for that.
0: Yeah. And so that, it, I agree with Brandon. I really enjoyed last week's episode. Oh, Brandon, I forgot to ask you, because uh, we're just going to rapid fire through it. What do you rate that episode out of five? Last week's uh, episode seven? Yeah, so.
1: I believe what I gave that episode upon seeing it was a three and a half.
0: Yeah, and I gave it a three point nine. I said it was on its way to a four. I thought it was a bit slower. Some of the jokes didn't click, but overall, I did enjoy how the ending was, and that's when it really picked up. Yeah, Um, Francesco, what do you think about uh, episode seven?
2: You know, I really enjoyed episode seven a lot because it had a because Catherine Hahn was incredible. The story was really there. Visions. the story was really there too. And uh, I really enjoyed um, the uh, office effect of, it, of the episode. And I really enjoyed that aspect. And uh, I have to say, the writing was definitely there. It's obviously consistent with the whole entire season of this mini series. So I have to say, I have to give this uh, episode a 4.9 out of 5.
0: Anyway, though, guys, that was our mini review for episode 7. Now we're going to get on to what you guys really tuned in for. Our episode 8 review. Previously On, that's the title of it. So that is what we're going to be talking about right now. But before we get into what we like, what we don't like, Easter eggs and uh, theories and predictions, we're just going to give you guys a brief summary of the episode. Francesco, want to take it away again, buddy?
2: Sure thing. So in this week's episode of Previously On, beginning in Salem, Massachusetts in 1693, we have a young Agatha Harkness, who is about to be burned to the stake for using her magic, but successfully drains their life. Uh, her coven's life source, uh, life force of every witch in her coven. Back in the present day, Agatha de- demands Wanda to teach her how she controls Westview and resurrects the dead. She then opens a series of doors that lead her to her past, her life in Sokovia, where her parents were tra- tragically killed in a brief civil war, working with Hydra as a test subject for the Mindstone, which later amplified her powers, then how she and vision budded a romantic relationship. She then sees after she is blipped, she visits the dead body of vision. Hayward refuses to let him be buried. She then visits a lot in Westview that he bought he had bought for her before his death so he could so they could live to get there together. In a fit of grief, she manifested the house and a lot in a new version of vision and extended the hex across the entire town. Ag- Agatha concludes that Wanda-, Wanda possesses a legendary form of magic called Chaos Magic, and dubs her the Scarlet Witch. In a mid credit scene, Hayward reactivates the original Vision's now all-white, reassembled corpse.
0: What a fucking ending to this episode.
2: It's crazy. Brandon really is
0: mentioned in an earlier episode. That we never fully hear the name Scarlet Witch. She was always mentioned as Wanda. And sure enough, next episode, she gets called the Scarlet Witch. Let's go, oh, baby. Let's go. The heck is that uh so now that was the summary of the episode, guys? So like I said in the intro, we're gonna go over what we like about the episode, what we don't like about the episode, Easter eggs. That's where I'll turn to Brandon and Francesco, and then theories, and that's where the fun part of the episode really lies. So I'm going to go first with what I like about the episode. First things first, I want to say this. It was hard for me to read what I like about the episode. You know, for our listeners out there, we print up a document for show notes, you know, things we can kind of go over. (laughs) And so I print out the document and I see that it has last week's show notes on there. Now, I don't know who messed up the audio, but someone did. So for this week's episode... I don't see any of Francesco's show notes. So I'm like, Francesco, where the hell are your show notes, man?
2: And I'm pretty good about the show notes, too, which is really funny.
0: Yeah, he, he's always writing, there, writing on the document, you know, Darcy this, Darcy that. <laughs> this fucker made a separate goddamn document, so I had to redo the entire show notes.
2: Danilo, it took five minutes. I think we would have been okay.
0: We would have, man. But you know what we could have done in those five minutes? What? I don't know, dude eat a banana so mosquitoes could attack me <laughs> anyway though what, what we what we like
2: about well the- do you the, the reason why is is that you didn't want to reread everything and we all know that how much you love to read Danilo.
0: yeah I, that's your I'm favorite thing one. it yeah, is exactly. thank you Brandon. thank you for thank you for saying that well all right so what we like about the episode uh i want to say i got the prediction right i forget when i said it but i said in the, in the seventh or eighth episode, before the series finale, we are going to get an origin story to Wanda on how she got to Westview and created this hex.
1: Yeah, I'm out lo five bucks because of you, because of that.
0: Lo and behold, that is what happened in this episode.
1: Yep.
0: Lo and behold, though, I was still very, very pleasantly surprised on how they pulled it off. You know, it's lazy in other TV shows. Maybe it's just because I'm a simp for this show. Maybe (laughs) that is the case. Like, I'll admit that. Maybe it is the case. I found the way of them writing it, of them integrating it into the storyline to be very interesting. I liked how we had that um, Christmas Carol-esque, you know, like, she's going back in time, father, you know, past, present, and future. Like, Like, I haven't seen that when they do show exposition on how a character gets to where we meet him in the first episode. Maybe it's because I don't watch a lot of TV, but I really enjoyed the way they did it. I like we knew it was coming. Well, I especially knew it was coming, but I could still appreciate how they got there. Now maybe that's because of the moments they hit on. You know, when she was a kid and that tragedy happened, when she was with Vision, and then when she uh was it what's the place called Sword? Maybe it's because I enjoyed like those emotional relationships that she had. But I I I just think it's incredibly strong writing that this show has and they proved it by showing this exposition to wanda's backstory i loved it i also love the score i think if those scenes that i mentioned before didn't have the score that it had it wouldn't have been as powerful like at all a score is like makes or breaks movies and shows for me and this score fucking nailed it the acting of course we can talk all day about how elizabeth olsen deserves an emmy a golden globe and you know what if this show was a movie i would love to see her be nominated for an oscar we then also see the big cliffhanger ending uh where agatha harkness has quickie and speed or tommy jimmy billy whatever their names are what the um, fuck?
2: Oh. <laughs> it's tommy <laughs> and, and
0: billy tommy okay. and billy all right dude they were in like one fucking episode man Chill no, out. no, they've been like in this scene. episode like five. five. Okay, well, they're whatever, dude. They they just they're kids. Right, anyway, though, um, I love the cliffhanger ending where Agatha, Catherine uh, Hans' character, Agnes, who's uh, Agatha Harkness, had the Billy, Tommy, Jimmy, Speedy, Quickie, Gonzalez in like her little like chain thing, and she's like, "You're the Scarlet Witch, dude." That ending fucking kills. That makes me so ravenous for the next uh, episode. So hungry for it. Like, I need to see what the hell's going to happen. I need to see it. Oh, yeah. And then also, that line that Vision delivers when they're at the Avengers compound, that what is grief if not love persevering? Best line of the entire show. Best line of the fucking century, dude. How, like damn that, like that hit so cried. deep it did dude i almost cried because of it like i'm not joking you guys it, that scene alone was emotional as fuck to me anyway guys that's what i liked about the episode brand i'm gonna turn to brandon now because i know he had a few things that he might want to piggyback off of off of what i said brandon what did you like about this episode
1: yeah so Danilo, i think for this episode we share the same mind because i agree with every single one of your points I loved how the show took its time to reveal Wanda's origin story pretty much going, going from her, uh, child days in Sokovia to being a test subject for Hydra. And then going on till pretty much present day when she, when she storms into sword headquarters and then we get that fucking beautiful scene in Westview, New Jersey.
0: Oh my God. I forgot to mention it, Brandon. You you take it away with that, man.
1: Yeah, so after Wanda leaves S.W.O.R.D. headquarters without Vision's body, which is pretty much, you know, a, the prediction, twist.
0: I, a prediction I got right. Remember yep. that? Yeah, pretty
1: much the twist. She doesn't end up taking Vision's body. So she gets in the car and then we see a little note in the passenger seat. More on that later. So she drives through Westview, which is a real city. Just to point that out. I don't know if that was clear enough in the show or not. But anyway, yes, she drives through Westview, New Jersey, and then we see the familiar characters. We see Herb. We see Phil. We see um, that lady from episode one. I forget her name. Mrs. Hart. Mrs. Hart. Hart. Uh, And then we also see the delivery man. So all all these familiar characters that we see, except Dottie, still holding that high that she's an important character. But yes, and then she drives. She drives to, or she parks into a uh, little lot where it's an it's an abandoned house or it's an abandoned property where a house would be. Yeah. And then it's revealed that Vision bought a prop bought property in Western New Jersey for him and Wanda to go old in. And that scene is so emotional and so beautifully told. It it probably was the one that almost got me that that scene plus the avengers compound scene are the two scenes that are probably the most emotional from the show possibly even the entire mcu and I like you said
0: the halloween episode oh i'm sorry I keep going
1: oh no no no, no continue i'll bounce i'll bounce off for of you
0: I love the Halloween, how the Halloween episode ended, where she expanded the hex. Like, you guys all know, like, that, and our listeners know that that was, like, one of my favorite moments of the show. Yeah. That is now my number two favorite moment of the show. My number one favorite moment is when, like, you said, Brandon, she gets to that house. She thinks to herself what her life could have been if Vision survived. And she just collapses, dude. And you see her just, like, scream out for help in sorrow, in grief, in just absolute despair that she has lost everyone that she loves and you know the red uh like magic i don't know what it's called is there a name for her magic chaos
1: magic yeah oh yeah her like you see
0: her red chaos magic just you know explode out and westview looks you know totally different when she does that and we see her what gets me in that moment is that we see that sadness but instantly when she creates this new vision and sees the new vision you see in the emotion, the eyes, the body movement, that there's hope now, that she's hopeful, that she can have a happier life. And that's what makes it so powerful as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just going off of that, Danielle, like I, uh, uh, like you said, the score for this episode is the best score from of the show. It tells, it carries the whole episode, in my opinion, to me. Because I yeah. think without that score, it wouldn't hit as hard as we're describing it right now.
0: Oh, I, 100% I think because percent agree.
1: Yeah, yeah that that score tells the story pretty much in my opinion. Like in that scene at the Avengers compound, you notice that it almost sounds like the Avenger's theme mm-hmm. in a in a deeper in a deeper like tone. Just to let you know, yes, we're at the Avengers compound, and then when we get to the more emotional parts, where Wanda's in, uh, you know, the little lab at SWORD headquarters, and she goes to Vision's body, and she goes, "I can't feel you." Oh, and then dude. she just breaks down crying.
0: Fuck, man, yeah, because in Infinity where she—that was their line together. I just feel you. Don't worry, Wanda, you can kill me. I ju- I'll just feel you, and now yeah. I can't feel you. And like
1: you said, if If at the least Elizabeth Olsen doesn't get nominated for all the awards that she can be nominated for, I'd be fucking pissed. Because she pulls the absolute best performance from this show that I've seen so far.
0: For sure, dude. I mean, look at everything she had to do. She had to do all the sitcoms. Then she mm-hmm. had to go. She had to go between back and forth from sitcom to present day to you know, Sokovian. To, yeah, to Sokovian. Now back to the MCU quote unquote style of storytelling. I mean, the 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 girl is talented as hell. I don't know where this was, um, prior in movies. You know, maybe studios and movies didn't believe in her. I know she was great in um, that Native American one or Indigenous people. Fuck, what's it called with a Jeremy Renner. Wind Wind River, Wind Wind River, Wind City, something like that. Yeah, Wind River. She was great in that, but not like appreciated as she is in this show. And yeah, dude, the score is phenomenal. And I think this show once again points to dialogue. I see your yes. notes. Like it could have cheaply been explained in a fra- in a flashback. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Was- they could have Yeah, they could they could have taken the route. I mean, Knowing MCU, they probably wouldn't have done that Yeah. yeah. But from shows that I've seen. Like they would go the cheap route of just explain it all in one flashback scene. And then that's how we get the story from or that's how we get the character development.
0: And, you know, when I was saying that um, that like they're going to have a flashback and we're going to see Wanda, that's how I thought they were going to do it. I thought it was only going to be like a 20 minute flashback um, of like how she got there. Never in a million years, I think we were going to see her as a child. We were going to see her at Avengers Compound again. We were going to see her in the HYDRA facility. You know, never in a million years would I have thought that. So the fact that they took their time, like you said, with giving this backstory to Wanda and the dialogue of it's almost beautiful. Like in every fucking scene of the flashback, it's beautiful. Like you could tell the mom cares about a younger Wanda, you know, when, when they're in Sokovia, right? That's where she grew up
1: yeah sokovia yeah
0: when they're in that sokovia house before it gets you know obliterated like you could see that's how a family acts together you know did you also
1: notice that the mom put her eyes over wanda kind of like in episode one
0: yeah yeah i did notice that yeah and i I know you have a callback an easter egg or two in here as well uh yeah some other things that were on the tv show but uh yeah dude i really um i really enjoyed this episode a lot um Francesco, what do you think of the episode, man? We've been talking a bit. What do you, you want to piggyback off anything? What do you like about the episode?
2: Well, there's a lot of things I enjoyed about this episode. On um, first off, I just love how we finally get the backstory about, you know, Wanda, like you guys have said. Definitely. And how everything pretty much ties together like a beautiful bow. It's just it's this like I said, this TV show is literally a gift and literally it's the best thing Disney's is- at Ever given us in a really long time. And Continuum the production anymore? value of this TV show is just absolutely it blows it out of the fucking park. Honestly, it's way better than like some CW like TV show or something like that. Because Fuck this is literally it feels like i I'm sorry.
0: Fuck the CW, bro.
2: Honestly. I'm so tired
0: of hearing people talk about that, but keep going, my bad. Me
2: too. I, I'm 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 absolutely pissed. Like, cause the production value it just feels like a real movie it's just we get like it just feel like we get the budget we get the effects we get the sets we have literally it just feels like a real movie the effects are absolutely incredible in this episode it, it's like very effects heavy in my opinion it's not really set ha- like yeah. set heavy like in previous episodes especially with the effects with um the magic it's just like absolutely incredible and i really enjoyed uh, the performances of Catherine hahn and elizabeth olsen oh like definitely. we mentioned yeah, yeah. like we didn't even talk about we, the
0: opening scene with Catherine hahn and all yet uh keep going francesco my bad
2: oh i was gonna say uh, well i'm i would love to talk about the opening scene that was just absolutely that was like perfect to like kind of set up like what i think well, i'm going to discuss this in the theories like what we're going to be getting like we have like some of the story about uh agatha harkness yeah yeah. but we don't have like the full story of agatha Mm -hmm. harkness like we got now we finally have wanda's whole story but now we're gonna get agatha's oh you think so in the next episode
0: we're gonna get a bit more yes okay
1: yes we we are. i think to me i think we're gonna get the reason why she she picked wanda of all people yes yeah because i don't think that's been fully explained yet
0: no it for sure hasn't but uh yeah not at all it it hasn't like you said because when we were talking after the viewing party I was saying like, what the hell does Agnes like? Why is she going after Wanda? But we'll talk about that. Yeah. What end. What does
1: she really want?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and we'll get more into that, guys, with the uh, theories. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I find Agatha's character very intriguing, Francesco. Going off that opening scene once again, like how we like how we would like to know more about um Agnes Agatha Harkness, whatever we want to call her. Um. I found that I found it very intriguing because she wants. It felt like to me she wanted to be good. You know, she said like that's what it felt like to me to too. Like could. she's not fully evil. Yeah, or she's not trying to be evil, like society or like her mo- like that was her mother too. Did you guys catch that? Like Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah that yes. was. Yeah. So
0: she had to kill her mother to survive. Like that's dark stuff for Disney, you know, and God, that opening scene was great though. Keep going, Francesco. I'm sorry. we're sorry for interrupting.
2: No, no, everything's okay. Like uh, you know, there's just a, a, a lot of great aspects into this episode. I love how they dabble a lot with, like, the comic, uh, with the comic, uh, like, the, with the name of Scarlet Witch. And I also love how the MCU is also making it their own at the same time. But having a lot of respects towards the comics, you know, because they could have just, like, completely thrown, like, the Scarlet Witch name out in the garbage. But instead, right. they completely respected it and i love, i love how they're actually making the scarlet witch like not just like a pseudo name but or like a like a superhero name but they're actually giving give it more meaning like we get in like in the previous uh two like two episodes ago we get like how remember how scarlet not scarlet witch well now she's not a scarlet witch how ag uh, not agatha excuse wanda? me hayward no not hayward I'm, wanda jesus sorry about that how bro, wanda like the main character <laughs> i know <laughs> it's okay bro, no it's literally i called love how wanda
0: vision no dude it's monica
1: vision
2: bro
0: it's darcy
2: yeah darcy, darcy. it's fucking jimmy woo <laughs> yeah, vision jimmy, jimmy, jimmy woo Vision. darcy woo i love that i was gonna say that's that's gonna be like one thing i don't like about the episode but like i'll, I'll mention later I'll, like what we don't like but i love how um in two episodes ago They have, like, a different meaning towards, like, her costume, which was, like, kind of like a, uh, like, it was, like, a a Sokovian fortune teller, so they're kind of making it their own, but, like, they're giving it, like, a new spin on everything, and so I think it's, like, really cool, and there's just a lot of aspects of this, like, episode. I really like it a lot. It felt like a real movie, and...
0: Yeah, this episode, for sure, I'll agree with you on that. This episode, for sure, felt like a good, uh, a movie. It was only, what, 42 minutes, but... It's the I most action-packed the one too.
2: It was the most action-packed two episode. I feel. Oh like. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah, the most yeah, action sure it in was. it. Well, guys, that's what we like about the episode. Now we're going to get into nitty gritty. It maybe, or and and we're going to talk about what we don't like about the episode. Maybe we'll collect our Disney checks this week. Maybe we won't. Who the hell knows? I, I do. Wish Disney sent me check. Okay, Brandon, c- bruh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to go last on this one. Because I think it's gonna, we're gonna, I think it's, I think what I have on here is gonna spark some discussion amongst all of us. So, Brandon, I would like to hear what you have to say about what you don't like about this episode. To
1: me, I think this episode is almost a near perfect episode, in my opinion. I only wow. had very, very little to criticize. After watching it a second time, I'm like, this is up there as one of the best episodes. Okay. It's either a t- because I, th- I still think it's a toss between episode 5 and uh, episode 8, in my opinion.
0: Because I, really love-
1: I really love episode 5.
0: That was Halloween the- one,
1: right? No, that was the 80s one.
0: Where Oh, yeah, where she yeets Monica? No. No, no that's where they, the intro- they face off. At the yeah, 80s. yeah, 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 I got you. I
1: got you. Because yeah. I really like that one, too. But I really love everything about episode 8. The
0: performances,
1: the music you know, the dialogue, like we said previously, I don't want to dwell more into that, but. Yeah. And it seems like that, you know, the ultimate villain of this show is obviously the Please Stand By. Just oh, for spoilers.
0: Yeah, straight facts. Dude. There's no um, debate on that one. Yeah. And so, like, you know, the last,
1: you know, couple I thought to myself, you know what? That was a pretty good amount of uh, time given. But I felt like in this episode, to me, I felt like it really needed five more minutes to me. Really? Just, like, five more minutes. Because I felt like, I know the Scarlet Witch is, like, a big bomb job. A yeah, mic Mike, yeah. Mike job to me. But I felt like, even, like, in the middle or something like that, five more minutes or, like, maybe just a, just a little bit more. Just to like, keep me well satisfied.
0: Like, maybe we see how Agnes grabs the uh, Jimmy and Timmy or whatever, Jimmy and Tommy. Like maybe we see that scene play out more. Uh, I mean I like I
1: mean I really liked how it played out, but I felt like I felt like I wanted to learn more about Wanda just a tiny bit more.
0: Like just one more head. one more instance.
1: Maybe like one more scene or something like that.
0: Okay. And it th- would have been complete. I think I'll agree with you there. Um we missed her but teens I- a bit, didn't we? Like her older ages like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Did we miss that? Because we see her in Hydra. well, no,
1: well she's she's about ten when she's in Sokovia, yeah. And then she's about I think in her like twenties or something when, when she does she... the Hydra experimentation.
0: Yeah, I would have liked. I think I would have liked the scene in between there, um, if it's fit the story. But in my opinion, the story was. I mean,
1: I think I I, it's
0: just something like,
1: it 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 ended too fast for me.
0: Okay, so you were just entranced by this episode where you just wanted more. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I agree with you there. I, I enjoyed this episode that much as well. How about you, Francesco? What did you not like about this episode?
2: Well, first of all, I think this was a stellar episode. However, there's like just like a few things that kind of bothered me a little bit. That irked for... your goat? A little bit, yeah. Shoot from the hip.
0: The... Yeah, don't even know what the fuck irking a goat it has to do with not liking something, but keep going. <laughs> say. It's
2: all good. But I really didn't like uh, the scene where, like, Agatha has, like... I mean, I get it's supposed to be a tense scene. It was a tense scene. And then we get the big reveal of uh, Ag- Agatha calling Wanda the Scarlet Witch. But I didn't like how the kids were tied up on a neck on an angle, which was kind of... Because you remember how they like kind of show... How like the kids are like trying to slide forward, and I think yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. dumb because like yeah. the kids could have just backed up that way. They're not getting choked or something. Well, could they Can have? I just can I just say something real quick? Yeah, yeah of yeah, course, friend.
1: And honestly, I think the kids' acting was a downgrade for me too. It was just a yeah, little nitpick. I agree. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't at their strongest to me. It didn't I'll look agree. believable that they were like in trouble. Yes, but I mean they're kids, so
0: I'll I'll pass it. Yeah, yeah, like fast. like we're not gonna rip on them like uh, Jake Lloyd no. from The Phantom Menace, but or like no, that I'm not, one from yeah, like Artemis
2: it. Fowl, if you've ever seen them. Yeah, yeah, but okay.
0: yeah, I I'll agree with you. You know that there was like the kids did seem a bit like it felt like they were just going through the motions almost, just like mom, yeah. mom, help. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, like... they it wasn't believable to me. Yeah, that's it. Believable is the right word. Yeah, I,
2: I feel like the last episode though they were like really good though. I mean they really fit Yeah, the format. it format. Yeah.
1: I mean, they were only in the episode for, like, a minute, maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I thought they were good for, like, that minute. But, you know. Well, that's no, they, like...
0: they were. But, I mean, they were just being themselves. Like, all you had to do is be a kid. Because that's the sitcom they were basing it off of, you know. Yeah, basically. My family, The Office, you know, shit like that. So, yeah. all right. Keep going with what you don't like there, Franchise. But there's,
2: like, another nitpick, too, is, like, for me, personally, is uh, when. Here yeah. we have so not it's like Darcy. so no, not just that. No, but, Darcy at all. But commit to the Sokovian language. So if you're gonna be speaking a different language, I always hate what how they like. They? It's it's MCU does what this do a lot. Like, so they jump back and forth between English and like the language like where they come, of origin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I I like it when they speak just full like practicing English is kind of annoying because like we want to be fully transported into Sokovia and English is kind of distracting because it makes me feel like these actors are just learning a handful of uh, whatever Eastern uh, European language that they're learning. Oh, well, so, I you're think,
0: s- so you're saying I, either you want that, you wanted that scene all in English or all in Sokovian kind of. Yes, exactly. Okay. And right. like,
2: I, because I, I feel like we want to be fully transported into Sokovia and we want to get into like the full life of um, Wanda and, and we, it kind of just, it's kind of, I mean, I understand why, because they're, they're living in like a communist era, kind of, um, kind of like, pl- like setting, but it, where they want to learn English, they want to know like what the free world was, because this is during like the, so- like the Soviet era, like, like, I remember that uh, Agatha says like, oh, very, you like very Soviet, you know, or whatever, something, she makes some comment like that.
0: Yeah, but and, Brandon pointed out that that like it wasn't during the Soviet Union.
2: No, because that was during the '90s, though. Because yeah, like, the, the, yeah because the it was just the, the Soviet US, yeah. Union. Yeah, they, yeah, the USSR like fell in like 1990, 1991, and so like obviously it would have been after that, but unless they're like still like resurrecting from like their communist and that's why there maybe that's why there's a war is because they're they're still like trying to yeah. be released from yeah. it, maybe it's because like Kosovo is what I don't I'm I'm an inner uh, political science like major no. so like I that's why I know all these wars and stuff <laughs> because you know. they're still trying to emerge like from like like there's like a struggle between democracy and communism maybe that's what Kosovo is kind of going into that's why there's like this civil war and so I think that's why like, that's why they're learning English that way. Maybe they are like preparing to go go to America and stuff, and that's why they're learning English just like through these TV shows. I really that's why I really wanted that. I mean, I understand why they would like say practice English, but if you I just mean, wanted, it
0: like one or the other,
2: one or the other, yeah. I think that would have been absolutely great. Okay. but you know other than that i give my hats off to like the actors though for actually learning like this eastern year what language was it brandon was it like it because was it's like almost went, like
1: russian was it yeah, russian
2: yeah. or like or some or Slav- it was like kind of slavic too slavic, in, yeah. in a way i mean it's what all like eastern say? europe it's, like, at, yeah it's eastern europe for sure but i would love yeah. to know the language because like the actors did a fantastic job with their accents too as well as, like, learning. Especially the language. children. Like, I felt The children did really. See, they were better than, like, Billy and Tommy, in my opinion. Those kids. I'll Honestly, agree I'll,
1: yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll agree with that.
2: The kids were a lot. Be- those kids were a lot better than. Weren't they the same kids from the commercials? Uh, or no? I mean, no, they weren't.
0: I would have no, to look, I would have to look back. Yeah, I'd, I'd really
1: have to analyze it.
0: Yeah, yeah no.
2: But um, other than that, you know, those are my nitpicks, I guess.
0: Okay. Now I'll move on to my nitpick. And, oh boy, here we go, the hot take <laughs> Well, it's not really a hot take, man It's just It's a spicy take it, It's just a concern And I addressed it in the last pod In the last episode Where, um, obviously it didn't get published But I want to start off first by saying this I was semi-right And Brandon was closer Where Vision uh, where Because I said in the first episode, Brandon Remember, we were discussing Why is it in the uh, Why is it a sitcom? And I said Maybe Vision was showing or maybe Wanda was showing Vision sitcoms. You know, it was like TV shows that she liked. But you said maybe it was the parents showing Wanda, so you were closer than I was. But we yeah, were...
1: she she basically grew up with sitcoms as like yeah, it was her it was her way of escaping her grief pretty much. Yeah, what and I got so, out
0: of it. And so you you were right on that one. So I, I applaud you for that. But here's what. So here's my what I didn't like about the episode. We still, in my opinion, we still have questions that need to be answered. Like a bit more, I guess not with Agnes, but just more questions that need to be answered. And it seems like they're setting up a grand finale here. And I hope to God they land it. I want them to land it. But if they don't, this show will go down as the biggest flop in history. Do you guys agree or disagree on that? I have I it right here. This cannot, this show cannot be a lost situation. We can't have a great eight episodes and the last episode flops. Well, I don't think we can have that.
2: I agree. Well, I mean, it's either it's really good or really bad. What
1: questions do you think still need to be answered? Because I can think of a few at the top of my head, but I want to see what you have to
0: say. Well, we we didn't talk about it yet, but Um, I know it'll be in theories, obviously white vision, they have to tie up white vision. Uh, They Mm -hmm. have to tie it up or, you know, keep it open ended. So where we, we know like what's going to happen with that. They like, we can't just be left on a cliffhanger with white vision. We can't be left on a cliffhanger with Billy and Tommy. We can't be left on a cliffhanger with Agnes. If she's dead or alive at the end. You know, if Agnes dies at this episode, I don't think I think that would be considered a flop, in my opinion, to how the episode ends like because people seem to love uh, Catherine Han is Agnes. So if let's say Agnes dies at the end, if the big reveal uh, com- becomes Mephisto somehow at the end, I don't know how Brandon feels about that. I know in the last few episodes, he really wanted to see Mephisto. He really thought he was going to be in it. But if we get Mephisto at the end and that's left open ended, I don't think that would work. Uh, what's going to happen to Vision? What's going to happen in this reality? Is everything going to go back to peaceful and harmony? That depressing town of Westview, like, is her powers going to redact or whatever? Is she going to become the villain? Like, maybe it's just fan. Th- it's more of my personal fan theories that I think might happen, right? Rather than like right. show questions that need to be answered, but they need to stick the landing, in my opinion, and that's the one thing I'm I'm am concerned about. I'm not well see
2: they're like that's one thing about like this series is that uh, in particular with the writing it's very consistent and mm-hmm. so and the thing is too is they're not doing any fan service whatsoever like they're not spoon feeding us like what the fans want they're doing what we want but it's also they're kind of they're kind of in like a gray area of doing what the fans want but also doing what they want as well yeah and they're treading very lightly and so I do believe it's either they're going to make it or they're going to break it with the next episode, with the last episode.
0: That's what I'm saying, yeah. But
2: yeah, and so I I see, but I argue with their consistency. I believe, I have like, I have a lot of faith in the writers and I think they know what the hell they're doing. I mean, No, I have got,
0: full faith in the writers as well. I mean, look yeah. at the show they produced in eight episodes. I, I told Brandon this, if you guys follow me on the YouTube and listen to other podcasts, you know how much I love The Clone Wars. It was a show I grew up with. It was a show I live and breathe. I met the creator. I mean, I love the Clone Wars. It's the only it's the main thing I collect in the Star Wars room. And I told Brandon last episode, I said, if they stick the episode nine finale, WandaVision will go down as my top fandom show and not Clone Wars down to my number two spot.
1: And wow. that's a big leap. for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's saying something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how much I enjoy this fucking show. But if they don't nail that landing, I think this will be a show that people just won't talk about anymore or they'll just talk about how bad the ending is. I mean, when you talk about Lost to people, they don't talk about the great six seasons or eight, seven, whatever. They don't talk about the great storytelling that came before. The only thing they talk about is how awful the ending was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now that's just my concern. Um, I, I like I said, I have full faith that they can, um, you know, Stick the landing. Up. Yeah, knock it out of the park. Stick it. Stick the landing. You know, answer the questions that need to be answered in that show. You know, not spoon feeding us any more fancers like Francesco said, or doing anything like that. So I have full faith, but that is that is a big concern I I, I have for this show. Now maybe that's also just because I know Star Wars never sticks the fucking landing. So whatever. Um, Brandon, what would you rate the episode, my man, out of five?
1: Oh um, boy. I think I'm gonna have to give it. Oh man, this is a tough one because I'm I'm bouncing off between two different ratings in my head. Oh. I just don't know which one to go with.
0: Ooh, here we go.
1: I think I'm gonna have to give it a full five out of five.
0: Let's go. Wow.
1: No, five out of five.
0: Fucking way.
1: I think. Wow. Even though I, I again I'm having a tie between episode 5 and episode 8 this one had probably the best storytelling it did of the whole show yeah. oh, and to me sure, dude. everything landed the way it needed to land nothing felt out of place it was a it was a nice pace throughout it was just wonderful in my opinion nothing nothing overly critical to complain about
0: yeah that's wow that's crazy cuz i remember on a, a few other episodes ago, we were talking. You were talking about how you never give this show a five yet because you still think it has potential, and so it's great to hear that you know that you think it's reached not like it's ob- not that it's like peaked in this episode, but like that it's hitting that potential where you want it to go. And mm-hmm. I'll agree with you here as well, Brandon. This episode for me is a, is a straight five as well. Oh, we got a double <laughs> banner. This, this five episode five. for me had everything I wanted. It had Wanda. It had more Agnes, it had more uh, great storytelling, it did it it subverted expectations like I said, I thought we were going to see Wanda's backstory in this, never did I think we were going to see it told how it was with that Christmas story-esque type feel, where she's going through doors, she's seeing her past self everything like that, and then of course we get those last two great flashbacks of the uh, what do you call it? of grief that she has, that great line of what is love, if not grief, uh, grief persevering, you know, we see that wonderful shot of Wanda's eyes where we see the Scarlet Witch uh, silhouette in her, in her, in her. Uh, oh
1: yeah. We didn't even talk about yeah. that.
0: The directing, the cinematography, the lighting. I mean, everything about this episode hit the marks for me. And it, like I said, in the beginning, it makes me ravenous for more WandaVision. Like I, Did I, Want to see more? Yeah, Brand, go. What do you guys can I say? Just there? say,
1: bonus points for Elizabeth Olsen's fucking torquing of her back.
0: Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! Straight
1: facts, dude. I don't she know how the show. girl does. I don't it. know if she does yoga and like <laughs> outside of the show or something, but damn, can she bend her back?
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, I can't bend that way, and I'm half her age. Oh no, I can't even I do that mean, myself. Yeah, I mean, that's so I applaud her nuts. for that. Yeah, I applaud her for that as well, and also for her back because I think right now she's carrying the MCU entirely. Oh, definitely, on her
1: she's back. she definitely so, needs to see a psychiatrist. Five, yeah, not a psychiatrist, a um, chiropractor, chiropractor, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, continuing on with uh, why this is a five for me as well is because the the writing on it just shows uh, when we get into Easter eggs and um theories like that i mean we we really do see how spectacular this writing is the how much pre-production went behind this show and how they connected everything so beautifully star wars lucasfilm if you're listening please take notes please take notes i would love to talk i would love to praise a show that you made in this in this high esteem but the last thing you made that was like this was the clone wars and everything else. That was
2: like years ago. Yeah, <laughs> or, that
0: that was a year ago, dude. That was a year a ago, yeah. Yeah. So please, please fix the Mandalorian. Jesus <laughs> Christ! All right, Francesco. What do you what did what did you uh, what do you rate this episode? On, man, you know what? No, I way. have to say no, no way. way, no way. Now here we go.
2: Five
0: out of five. Let's go! <laughs> we got
2: our <a> <laughs> drink. Yeah, let's have to say, go. There, you no know what? I way. have to say this is like like boys like you've said it is literally the greatest storytelling like we've had a lot of great storytelling within like these episodes oh but sure. this one just knocks it out of the fucking ballpark because it's it really does tell the story about wanda and like why she led up to this and we've been waiting for this for a long time absolutely and we got what we wanted And there was no fan service needed. We were satisfied. And the writers did a fantastic job satisfying us without spoon feeding us. And that's why I give it a five out of five.
1: After this episode, Wanda, to me, has the best character development out of all the MCU characters. She really
2: does.
0: I completely agree. And I, I, I think that it beats Tony Stark by a fucking mile, dude.
1: Honestly, I got to agree with you. Maybe I mean, not after by this, a
0: mile. Maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but it for sure beats mile. Tony. Half it for mile. sure beats Tony. Yeah, half a mile. After,
1: I mean, like I was saying before, after this episode, like it just gives me more reason to care about Wanda. I mean, then that's all in not only just the writing, but the fucking performance that Elizabeth Olsen has given this entire show.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't know if you guys saw my tweet um or not okay that's for sure gonna be peaking in audacity or whatever but anyway though i was i tweeted out that like this story group has got everything right so far and my and my cousin gave me some pushback you know the one who reads and like does his own story shit like that he was saying that like danilo this was probably just an accident i hope to god it's not dude i hope to god this wasn't just an accident that everything just kind of fell into place for him They had some magic in their step. They had some pep in them, and they executed a fantastic show, in my opinion. I hope that's not the case. I hope they just really thought this through and executed it to perfection. What do you guys think? Just real quick before we get into uh, Easter eggs and theories. You guys think it just fell into place nicely, and it's just getting the praise it's getting because everything just kind of magically happened? Or do you think a bit of both, maybe?
1: In the way that the order was, because this originally was not supposed to be the first show
0: yeah, in the it MCU.
1: It was, I think, it was supposed to be Falcon, Falcon. and the Winter yep. Soldier to be the <laughs> first MCU TV show. Yeah, but I'm so glad that this is the direction that they took.
0: Oh, same here. To same like
1: here. to showcase what they're willing to offer. Yeah, to yeah.
2: With like with Phase Four, it's the perfect opening. The Phase Four. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah, in I, I, my this. opinion. Yeah.
0: Anyway, well guys, that's what we enjoyed about this episode. That was our little review here. That's our little review of the episode. A hat trick here of giving this episode a five out of five. That's how much we enjoyed this episode. Yes. It was centered around grief and very emotional topics, but they executed them all to a T everyone deserves awards on this show. There is no doubt. Now comes the fun part of our reviews where we and we talk about Easter eggs that we spotted throughout the episode as well as theories and predictions we have moving forward. And basically that's just where we really have fun with it. And we really go off the rails. Um, There's only one episode left, so we'll see how many we bring to the table. But first we're going to get into Easter eggs. This is where I turn to Brandon and Francesco, because as I said before, I'm a Star Wars guy. I don't really read a lot of Marvel stuff. I mainly just uh, Star Wars lore. So the MCU is really something I'm new to. I only got into it with Infinity War. But Brandon and Francesco have been following comics, have been following news around the MCU, have just really—they just know their shit about Marvel. So this is where I'm going to shut up and turn it over to whoever wants to go first with an Easter egg they have.
2: Um, I'll, I guess I'll go if Brandon, if that's okay with you. No, I'm willing to get pass the mic to you, sir. Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate it.
0: You're virtually, very virtually, welcome, Francesco. virtually guys. Um, I don't want Governor Whitmer to shut us shut this podcast down. Shut the
2: fuck
0: up! <laughs> 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 wait, anyway, she watches
2: this. Wait, what? She might was...
0: watches it. She might watch it, dude. You think she Governor might... Gretchen Whitmer, yeah, is gonna Maybe watch? she. Three... Maybe her daughters do, dude. She has daughters. Gretchen, if you're watching this, I'm gonna tweet at her. Please, Governor Whitmer, if you're watching this, <laughs> give it a review and tell your friends
2: all right francesco what's
0: what's any easter eggs you got man before we get canceled but yeah sure it's all good, man. Time?
2: so uh my first easter egg is that <laughs> is that um the accent really comes and goes as uh agatha says so yep. i thought this was like an interesting easter egg because black widow taught wanda how to hide her accent as like kind of like a kind of like a spy kind of um uh, Oh, which is really interesting and also it's kind of a joke too because elizabeth olsen's kind of accent is kind of inconsistent throughout the films and so it was kind of like and everybody was like a lot of uh like viewers would always like kind of like make fun of her because of that and so this was kind of like a callback obviously she's very consistent with her accent like through the one Wanda this series, wandavision series and um I thought that was like a really cool uh, kind of, It was kind of funny kind of uh, Easter egg and also magic since the very beginning. So Wanda is seen using magic at a very young age. So this pretty much makes her the first confirmed hero born with special abilities in the MCU because we don't have anyone that's born with special abilities in the MCU um, thus far. I'll
0: take I'll take we're, we're going to stop you far. right there because this is mean? where Brandon and I differ. What do you mean? We I don't think she was born with powers, dude.
1: No. I so, I mean I'm gonna have gonna to be like a
0: theory.
2: Here. Oh, okay No, th- this isn't
0: this isn't a theory. This is just something I don't we Brandon and I talked about for like what did we talked about 20 minutes. We were kind of going in circles on you thought something and I thought something.
1: Cause I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even further with Francesco's um Easter egg. I think okay, she's the first confirmed mutant in the MCU. Yes,
0: yeah. See, That's I don't saying. see that at all. I don't. I I, I, well, I, mean I, I see it. it. I well. see it. Then how do you explain okay. how she survived the Mind Stone? I I don't know, dude. I'm I'm just gonna assume she somehow got powers through that Mind Stone. But so you okay? Hang on, let me back up. You guys. So I just understand you guys, and so listeners obviously do. You guys think when this Tony, when the Stark bomb dropped in her house, you guys think she used the spell? uh what was Agnes's spell that she said probability a, a probability spell. hex you think she yeah. used the probability hex during that So the I think Wanda wasn't
1: aware of it but I think she she, un, she unintentionally used you, the probability hex okay yes. see and
0: I don't think so I agree with Wanda's point of view where she says no it just didn't go off well and- maybe
2: because she doesn't doubt her because she's doubting herself that she actually had those powers back in the day like she doesn't have the confidence yeah. to believe in that
0: yeah, but we didn't see it either. Like, the director would have showed us if she had powers, but he or she, I forget who, who Matt Shackman, right? So it's a guy? Yes. But he didn't show us that. Like, he, I think he wants to leave us guessing until this next episode on was she born with it or was she not? I do have a little theory about this. I don't want to jump ahead yet, but I don't think she was born with powers. I really don't. Okay. I think she got him when she did join HYDRA, and the Mind Stone did that random ass shit to her, and that's when she got him.
2: But she's always, but but Agnes made a point though to say that you've always had powers since you were young. But that's she Agnes'
0: lived. beliefs. That's what Agnes believes. Wanda doesn't believe that. Wanda believes she got powers with the Mind Stone from Loki's scepter. Is See, there a like- certain
1: age? Is there a certain age where, like, if if she is a mutant, that it would. Be developed at that age. Yes,
2: so it, it like it but, does uh, come out and she, during. She's puberty. not a
0: mutant though. She. But I we're talking about mutants
2: though. So.
0: I I know you guys. I think that's where this episode completely shows us that Wanda will not be called a mutant or anything like that going forward. I don't
1: think. I don't think yet. I don't I think, don't she'll think she'll call call in it. general until though. until the X Men debut in the MCU. I think they're just going to keep it low key for right now. But yeah. they're calling but I think her it's a, a witch. A, they're a not calling her hint. a mutant.
0: They would have called her. Someone would have called her a mutant by now if she was one, but they're calling her a witch. Like, that's how she gets her power. She's not getting them. I, I don't know. This is where we're just I, this is where we just kind of disagree, you know?
2: Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, that's why we're here. Right. Is to like right. discuss.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We but agree
2: you, or disagree. But, but,
0: but I, I need clarification on what a mutant is, because like so I said, I'm, I'm not from it. So, Brandon, you're saying she is a mutant
2: yeah that's what i'm saying yeah i'm saying
0: how does does she fit into that like mutant category if that makes sense so
2: basically a mutant so because like it kind of takes place in the some because a mutant is like an evolved homo sapien basically like basically like an evolved human being that is born with natural abilities of like that are not human like for example like with so you it's know, someone
0: like, born with powers, is a mutant? Born with powers yes. rather than yes. like okay.
2: created like the Hulk or created like, 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 Captain, Marvel. Stars, like Captain Captain, America, America. With yeah, the Captain serum. America. Yes. Okay. So they're not, this, these powers are not given. They are simply born within their genetic genes.
0: Ah, okay. Yes. Okay. Think of, think of like the Incredibles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. That's yeah. Okay.
2: That's. That's what constitutes a mutant. However, they okay, would not. Now appe- I take, well, now these, I take it back. Yeah, it's all good.
0: <laughs> I could see I could see her being a mutant, and that's how they lead into multiverse and phase four. And like Brandon said, Brandon is, you know, he's a big guy for the multiverse, and the X-Men, the Fox X-Men come in or you know, recast the Fox X-Men, what have you come in. Right. She could be called mutant. Okay. Mm-hmm. I-, I could see it. I still want to believe that she wasn't born with powers. Like I feel like they would have shown that. Don't you guys think so? Well, well, like they would have I have mean, showed her use the probability hex like even if she was unknowing she would have showed it
2: well there's a reason why the director wanted to do that because otherwise we wouldn't be even talking about this I mean well we would be talking about this but we would just simply say whether or not she is
0: yeah 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 period That's or, so yeah. maybe it gets explained in the next episode but yeah I'm maybe, saying keep going with maybe. your maybe with your, yeah, maybe, with your easter eggs there Francesco if you got yeah it. of course
2: and so I have like another easter egg so Scarlet Witch so we finally get the name of Scarlet Witch which is an which is now more of an inherited title or lineage for like witches. So I I believe that like witches are kind of like in the same category as like sorcerers, like we get from uh Doctor Strange. And so I feel like they're like they kind of fit in like it's more of like a female focused kind of like witch, like kind magic of like person, magic people, yeah, okay, yeah magicians yeah, you, and all that you. kind of stuff. Yeah. And so we never get a mention of the comic name until this week's episode. So we get a vision of the future. In Wanda wearing her full a vision Scarlet. of the
0: future. Well. Yeah,
2: vision. Yeah, I said of... <laughs> <laughs> <Man. laughs>
0: <laughs> unintentional that pun. Maximoffing <laughs> our thoughts. <here laughs> <on Annojo>. We've <laughs> never mentioned <laughs>
2: like the actual title of like off our thoughts, have we?
0: No, no we it's always in the description. Yeah, who cares,
2: yeah it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but like we get like Only the like full like twenty Scarlet.
0: people listen to this. Thank you to the twenty people who do listen. Yes, to this.
1: thank you so much. Four of Thanks, them. Dan.
0: Uh, yeah, thank you to Francesco's dad. Thank you to myself. Yo, shout to out to
1: Francesco's dad.
0: Yeah, actually a big shout out. Actually, sorry to interrupt you here, Francesco. But it's big shout out to your dad. The dude apparently has never watched WandaVision, but he listens to our reviews. So he must be thinking, what the fuck are these kids talking about? what the <laughs> fact that he listens to
1: the
2: What a bunch thing, of losers.
0: Yeah, what a bunch <laughs> of losers. Yeah. Do these kids ever get laid? Do they ever have a girlfriend? You know, but the fact that he listens to this, I want to say thank you, Mr. Francesco.
1: From the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And may I remind you something, Mr. Fregoli. For your life, as we know, summer's coming around. According to Snapple, real fact number (laughs) one: Mosquitoes are attracted to people (laughs) who have recently eaten bananas. So if you're out there in shorts, maybe making pizza outside in the stove oven, maybe shooting <laughs> making pizza hoops. in shorts, maybe shooting some hoops with your kids, having a nice toast on the balcony of your home home, <laughs> do not eat a banana in the summer, because mosquitoes are attracted to those people. I mean, unless unless you like mosquitoes. Yeah, unless you obviously like mosquitoes, then dude, uh, by all means, eat, eat your bananas. Um, anyway, though, uh, Francesco, lead us that lead us that. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. that way. last theory, man. We're He's think we're stupid as fuck? Yeah, <laughs> the... dude. You know, this is the most fun I have to be honest with you guys. Though doing these reviews, same. We just same, like same. same yeah, thing. like we have fun talking about Wandavision, but we just fuck around half the time while we're doing it too. So <laughs> that's even more fun. All right, all right. Let's let's just keep it going.
2: So um, another thing that I found. <laughs> So another thing that I found that was really interesting was the Stark Industries missile. So that was pretty apparent, though. Because it's interesting, though, because it kind of brings back to the first Iron Man, which centered
0: around... <laughs> Dude, come on, man. We don't have all the time in the world. Some of us have so to this... be up for work.
2: Yeah, same. Okay, brings back to the first Iron Man, which... <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. We're just gonna we're just gonna skip that one. No.
2: No. 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 I got this. I got this.
0: This is your last try. Okay. Okay. Brandon, you fucking let's... skip me. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. I'm losing my let's shot. hear. Actually, now we're moving on to Brandon's theories. Uh, uh not theories. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up, Brandon. Let's hear some Easter eggs that you bring to the table.
1: Okay, uh, so I don't have as many as I usually would carry with me oh, uh, in these episodes. So
0: what do we got today? Like 20? No, I only <laughs> got about a couple on the, on my so far.
2: A couple is like four pages for Brandon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, a couple is two pages. Yeah, Front and back.
1: So four. <laughs> so um, the first one that I'm willing to share is we get another nod to the great Stanley, because on wanda's f. license don't don't you start again
0: dude i'm just saying f in the chat for stan
1: we get another we get another <laughs> reference to Stanley, because on wanda's license plate it actually says excelsior on it oh so, I, didn't,
0: I didn't know that
1: it's for a brief second but you can you can see it on the uh on the bottom of the license plate.
0: Oh, okay, that's dope. Yeah, that,
1: I felt that was touching again. Just another tribute to the to the one and only.
0: Stay in the man.
1: Stay in the man. That's right. Another reference or uh, Easter egg that I found was uh, that the Brady Bunch doll. Remember when Wanda was she was in that little cell or whatever, and she was watching the Brady Bunch in the corner, uh, the TV. Yeah. That's the same doll that was used in episode three when Vision and Wanda were training to
0: put the diaper on the doll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that that harps back to good writing, though. And props and sets. This you? show it's,
1: this show is really good at uh, doing callbacks. Continuity. Yeah, Callback, continuity, callbacks, that's yeah. It.
0: callbacks and continuity. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then when Wanda drives uh, through Westview, uh, we see a glimpse of Phil putting up a flyer for piano lessons, Ew. which going back to episode two is the gag where Wanda makes the the piano disappear, or it's it's cardboard, I think it was. She yeah, made it cardboard.
0: Yeah, it was a real piano, but then Vision lifted it up, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it was." It was
1: like it was Phil's grandmother's piano or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, he's like, "That's my grandma's piano." Yeah, yeah. that's my grandma's piano. Which, really thinking about it, is really dark when you really, like, knowing how this show is going to play out.
0: Yes, it is. Like,
1: literally, like, literally Wanda just altered that fucking piano.
0: Yeah, dude, but, you know. You know, know, fuck Wanda. He gave some people a better life. She gave some people a better life, to be completely honest with you. Like, Mrs. Hart didn't have someone, and then she gave her, her a Mr. Hart. That yeah, delivery, that's true. Who was the delivery guy? He delivered fucking pizzas and. Mr. Hart was there
2: though. Did you notice that? No,
1: yeah, yeah. I think I think because Wanda or she saw Mrs. Hart going through the same thing that she was going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I'm implying. Yeah. Sure. She probably like gave her, you know, a husband just to like cope with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then one final thing I'd like to know. Wait. You know what? Actually, let's uh, let's go through more of the when Wanda stormed the Sword headquarters because we didn't really talk about it that much.
0: No, we didn't we talk our... about it. Um. So yeah, so, yeah Wanda. Kevin...
1: I mean, I guess if you want
0: to, Danielle. I mean, guess fuck me. I guess. No, I was. Just... <laughs> I was gonna say it's what I guessed right, dude. Like I knew. Like I told you guys that Hayward messed with the footage. Didn't I say that?
1: He did. You did say yeah. that.
0: All right, get fucked, Brandon. <laughs> all right. Anyway, though, all right. Go continue with uh, Sword Headquarters when she goes in there, because we really <laughs> skipped over that.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, we go to another um, scene with uh, Wanda. She's storming into Sword Headquarters. We assume, you know, after End she made her way to the headquarters, um, in within that time, and she meets up with Hayward. And uh, Hayward eventually shows her uh, what they're doing to Vision's body, and you know they're, they're really mangling it. It's really sloppy looking, like he, they're um, they're s- like separating uh, limbs, and they're they're sawing. It, it's really messy looking. And uh, Hayward and Wanda having a conversation because Wanda wants to have a funeral for Vision. And Hayward basically says, no, we, I mean, we can't let you do that because that's $3 billion worth of vibranium that you're going to just waste fucking burying them in the ground. And so uh, Wanda eventually, you know, they're in a separate room from, you know, where they're examining on vision or they're taking them apart. And so Wanda, you know, jumps down, uh, and, you know, she's one-on-one with, vi- with, uh, with the corpse. And, you know, she get, we get that line, uh, I can't feel you. Uh, she's, you know, using her powers on the head. Uh, and then, you know, she eventually just walks off. So what do you guys... So I guess my biggest question to you guys, and I want to throw it to you now, well, are is... Are
0: doing theories already? No, no, I just want to get your general oh, okay, thoughts about okay. this scene. Right.
1: Do you think Hayward was intentionally antagonizing Wanda in order to have her reveal her magic.
0: Yes, 1,000%. Yes. I, I, I 100% think that's what he was. Because he wanted he, knew to exa-
1: get- he knew exactly what he wanted to say, too.
0: Yeah. And you could I see he, it. I think he wanted to get Vision back online. I think because yeah. remember he knew that he knows that Wanda has the power to resurrect um, death. Or he thinks that Wanda has that power. I think and he I knows, was- like she can alter, mm-hmm.
1: she can alter, um,
0: yeah, reality
1: yeah. or like yeah. something like
0: that. So I think he, I think he for sure intentionally uh, got on got under her skin. Because think about the line he said before she broke open the glass and she hopped down there. She's like, "I just would like to bury my vision," or she said, "my" or something. And Hayward like looked at her and he's like, "Funny thing though, Wanda." He isn't yours. He's part of the United States government. You know, he said some shit like that. Like, no one says that to someone who their legal
1: obligation or something. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: Wanda, the funny thing is, like, it's not yours. It's our legal and moral obligation to do this. Like, no one in their right mind, unless they're trying to gaslight poor Wanda, would say that to her. Like, he wanted Wanda to show her powers and potentially bring Vision back online.
1: Yeah, I know because. I've, I mean, I heard a lot of people like going through social media and stuff, like asking a question or like, oh, why didn't Hayward do this like years ago when they had the, when they had the body from infinity war? Yeah. And then my answer, I think my answer to that was, I mean, he probably knew that Scarlet Witch got, or Wanda got, you know, fucking blipped yes, from yeah, yeah, blip. got snap. Yeah. um So, I mean, and I'm sure like he was trying to like figure out like how to, uh, get Vision back online within that time frame.
0: Yeah, he for sure was because remember the what he said when um we see White Vision at the end. He's like, we put together, we put him together and back again more times than not. Turns out yeah. we just need power directly from the source. You know, so yeah. yeah I do so think, I mean, uh, he was doing it on purpose.
1: Yeah. So I've, he figured probably like one was like his last chance, to like get Vision back online.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, he knew he knew how
1: to pluck the right strings to like. Try to like get her to snap.
0: Yeah, like he let her in too. You know, like he wanted her. He he wanted her to see like what they were doing to him as well. You know, like uh, you were saying, and I Francesco does agree, right, Francesco? You agree yes, sir. That? I yeah. do. So, uh, any more Easter eggs you have, Brandon? Or Francesco? yeah, so I yeah, so I want to okay. I want to go
1: I want to talk again about White Vision for a second. Okay. Because yeah, because this is actually um from a storyline back in the Mar- back in Marvel comics
0: i had no idea that white there is Batman actually was a
1: white a... vision for a period of time uh in the marvel comics yes it was in the west coast avengers and and i'm getting this from collider.com just to you know cite my sources um so yeah this is from the Thank west you. coast avengers comic uh which is the uh 1989 vision quest storyline okay and I'm just going to read a brief summary about, you know, um, you know what led to, you know, what, Vision becoming like this white version of himself. So he pull uh, a,
0: he pull a Michael.
1: Let me pull a Michael.
0: Michael Jackson turning white. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that's a funny joke. He pulled a Michael, Michael Jackson.
1: What do you think they like? Fucking bleached like the sucked the fucking color out of him. Okay, a dude, they or didn't
0: something? do that to MJ. He was like,
2: Hee-hee. no, he ever take.
1: No, his hair caught on fire or something like that from a Pepsi commercial.
2: He did.
0: Ooh, Michael Jackson's?
2: Yeah, that actually did happen. Yeah,
0: you don't know that. Okay, but that's not how he turned white, bro. They didn't melt the brown no. off of him. No, but no. I'm sure. Like,
1: it. I mean, it was like a lead up to it. Maybe in some way, some way. Oh, no. anyway, though, I, mean, vision, I don't know. Anyway, though, I mean, we vision story.
0: pulled. Vision pulled a Michael Jackson where he turns white.
1: Um, you're wrong. So, Jesus. so <laughs> some God. in some way somehow, Vision gets kidnapped and disassembled mm-hmm. by an international government spy consortium, which is similar to you know what happened in Wandavision. Gonna have to use very smaller words than consortium, dude. So basically, it's like like a sword level organization.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you.
1: So like a government, like a spy or whatever. Oh, okay. And
0: uh, like a 007? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, kind of international, like space and time. Yeah,
1: sure. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so whatever the Avengers were, this is like a new um, like team of Avengers. It's not the North. Uh, normal Avengers that we've you know known previously in it's in the White a,
0: Vision comic storyline. Yeah, or? yeah. Okay.
1: This, this is yeah. This is a different um, team formation of um, the Avengers.
0: All
1: right. So, so know, yeah,
0: that. What? Do you know any? Do you know any in the team?
1: Um, I believe. Like, is um, Wanda in it. Wanda was in it. Okay. Um, I think. Um, Wasp was in it. I think. I could be wrong. Maybe that could be wrong.
0: Okay. Um, And then maybe they're teaming those. Maybe they're teasing us with something there. Keep going with the story. Yeah. Which is interesting
1: because Hank Pym was actually able to rebuild a vision once they recover the body. But unfortunately he's, he's, he's white now. They like, he, he's entirely white. And because of that, like he's, his emotional attachments are gone he's literally a lifeless synthesoid at that point and he has no memory of falling in love with wanda or what a, even what it means to fall in love in the first, first place is
0: he a villain like more dangerous? no it's,
1: he's just he's just lifeless like he doesn't remember anything
0: okay but if he doesn't have a heart like does he have like a heart so to speak like how a robot like how he did when he was colorful Do you know? I mean, I would kind of picture like what Tony Stark had. I would. say okay, I I got okay, I got you. okay.
1: but yeah, because of, you know, him like not remembering anything, this actually caused and Vision to get a divorce in the comics.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So maybe we're going to see a different type of divorce in episode eight.
1: What are you saying? Like she's going to fucking kill him again?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying.
2: I mentioned that in my theories, so... And that, that's a fu- Dude, I, okay,
0: I,
1: I bring that up somehow in my yeah. theories as well. All
0: right, so now we're going to have a beautiful segue, thanks to Brandon, unless he has anything more to say.
1: Nope, let's go on to theories.
0: Now it's a beautiful segue into theories on where the fuck we think WandaVision is going to end. So, this is the fun part of the episode. We post questions to each other. We have theories of our own. Where You know, just the, the whole fucking shebang, really, of just theories. Um, I'm going to go first with mine, uh, if that's all right with you guys.
2: Go on ahead, bro.
0: Fine by me. Okay. I have a question for both of you guys. Do question. you think Wanda is any way related to Agnes or the other witches in that coven that was trying to take on Agnes in the intro. I don't know if you guys caught it. And this this is uh just quickly going back to Easter eggs, kind of, I guess, whatever the fuck you want to call it. When Agnes's mom tried to shoot her powers, like, you know, kill um Agnes, she had a glow around her forehead. It was
1: like a crown. Yeah, yes, which was like was. the
0: Scarlet Witch crown. Yep. So what yep. Do, do you guys think they're related at all? I know Salem, Massachusetts. And Sokovia are miles apart, but do you think, anyway, somehow they're related?
2: I believe that they are related somehow, but not through bloodline, but through reincarnation. I do believe, like, the Mm. soul, I do believe that the soul of the Scarlet Witch may have like passed down through generation and generation like and that would I'm, make like, sense and because to, also when we come to souls 2 i believe it's kind of tied in with mephisto as well because he is you're wanted. still
0: thinking mephisto's appearing in episode 8 bro i <laughs>
2: really
0: in episode 8 episode 8 i mean episode 9 by. really
2: episode 9
0: bro chill probably. actually we didn't we never went over senor scratchy so who knows
2: I mean, Senor Scratchy was... Uh, he ate, like, that one uh, bird or whatever. Bird, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think...
0: Okay, so you do think you, they're yeah. related by reincarnation. I have pushback yes. for you on that one, but I want to know what course. Brandon it's has to cool. say first.
1: No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see them, like, altering, you know, the comics to how we came to know Agatha Harkness, because she was originally more of, like, um, like we were... Like we said uh, in recent episodes, we they kind of pictured her as like a fairy godmother to Wanda as kind of like um, like a mentor in a way.
0: Okay, so I, I didn't know that. I feel like you told me that, but I, I didn't think uh, I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, so that yeah, that's how they pretty much based that character in the comics. but I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if they went if they alter the character just a little bit. Just to share, because I mean in this in this episode, you can kind of tell that Agatha shows a little bit more emotion and like kind of in a relatable way to Wanda.
0: Yeah, she does. She she for so, sure
1: does. So that makes me wonder if something happened in Agatha's life that she she yearns for. Which is why she, I mean, this isn't in my theories, but I'm, I'm wondering, or this kind of, this kind of relates to my theories, but I'm wondering, yeah, if she's leaning to Wanda as a kind of a way to kind of like, I want to say like, cause I'm, I, cause I'm thinking that Agatha has her own grief in a way. Okay. Kind of similar to Wanda. I
0: mean, yeah, but I she mean, had to kill her mom to survive. I mean, I, I would call that grief right there. If that was yeah. actually her mom. Yeah, that was her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but continue. I have pushed back to Francesco's, and I want to hear your uh, thoughts as well, Brandon, um, okay. before we go into your uh, theory, which I know you were kind of like um, tiptoeing around there. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I was kind of tiptoeing. I didn't uh, want you, to say too much. You're all good. You're all good. Um, The next thing is Scarlet Wait, uh, I said, are they related? You know, blood. Francesco thinks blood somehow. do No. Blood kind- Reincarnation, my bad. Reincarnation. Yeah. I push back. Oh, Jesus, that was like I push back. Oh, whoops, whatever. I push back to you about it because now here comes something else. That when she saw the silhouette of Scarlet Witch, do you think that was a premonition? Or do you think that was like, do you think the Scarlet Witch is like, I don't really know how to describe it. A title? Like, like a Batman. Like a Batman. Like, like it it's passed down like different people can be the scarlet witch like maybe there was a scarlet witch in the 1800s who then died and agnes knew her maybe there was a scarlet witch in the 19 early 1900s and she died and now wanda's taking up the trope of
2: the yes. scarlet witch yes
0: you, so you do think that yes i do so you don't think the scarlet witch is just can only be one person you think it's a trope that could be passed down kind of uh,
2: I mean, magic can be learned, and they can be practiced. However, this is chaos magic, though, so I believe that you have to be innately born to be capable of this type of magic because it's something that's unlike any other that, like, according to Agatha. And so... um, I do believe that it, it, it could be like, it's kind of like a Batman kind of thing, but it's extremely rare, extremely
0: rare. Yeah. Like, no, it's rare, but the mantle can be held to someone else if they were deemed worthy. So to speak. Yes. yes. Brandon, what do you think about that little uh, assumption? Like the Scarlet Witch title can be passed down. passed down. Yeah. Right? I can see it, but you, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I can actually see that going in that direction. Because remember, Agatha said she's a Scarlet Witch. So oh, I didn't
0: catch that. The I mean, I'm, it
1: probably doesn't mean that much to the entire story. I mean, we got one episode left, so we'll see. But, I mean, that kind of indicates to me that there has been a generation of Scarlet Witches in the past and Wanda just happens to be, you know, that next car- reincarnation
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the title. So, Basically, yeah, going, going into, you know, what I discussed previously is that I think Agatha is what she wants Wanda's magic in order to bring back someone in her life that, you know, she has had grief for, for a very long time.
0: Okay. I, I, I can see which,
1: that. Which is why I think she's, cause like. When uh, After Vision, you know, gives that line of, you know, um, what's grief without love persevering. Yeah. She wipes kind of a tear. So I don't know if she was faking it or if that was actually a real tear she was wiping out.
0: Yeah. Um. To go off that theory, remember when the Sparky died and uh, the yeah, she said Tommy said, like, wow, yeah. Mom, you can bring him back to life. You have that power. And Agnes you can looked do that. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you can do that. So. Maybe. Who do you think it would be? A boyfriend? Mephisto.
1: You... Mephisto.
0: Oh, maybe she was in love with Mephisto and he I died think somehow. What I think...
1: Got trapped. I think Mephisto might be Senior Scratchy as, like, a punishment somehow.
0: Okay. I... Damn, I uh, could, but, see I could that.
1: but I could also see her just, like, using Wanda's magic or maybe even using Wanda herself to help bring Mephisto back to life. Or, like, as his, like, original figure.
0: Do you think he's trapped in that book, or do you think Senor Scratchy's Mephisto?
1: It could go either way.
0: I could see it being the book. And maybe the bunny's the kid. I know you said that Nick Scratch could be the bunny. I could see it being Senor
1: Scratchy, but we didn't really see Evan Peters in this episode. So I wonder if that was just, like, like the mid credit scene in Episode 7. I wonder if that was just thrown in, like, in the middle of Episode 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kind of like, you know, just to tie everything together. So okay. I'm, so I could, yeah. So I still, I could still think that Evan Peters will eventually be like Agatha's son. But they didn't really indicate anything about that in this episode that, oh, Agatha has, you know, a son in her life or something yeah. like that. But
0: Or someone I mean, she's trying to bring back to life.
1: Yeah. So I wonder if Mephisto is actually the father in some way.
0: Oh, okay. Now that could be interesting, Francesco. What, what, what do you make of the whole theory here? You think Brandon's onto something with Agnes trying to bring back someone who she's grieving for? Or-
2: yes, to- I do. I okay. because we could definitely see that from the beginning because, like, we get it like a lot of like those kind of like hints, like especially when she's talking about kids in the 1980s episode. You can definitely get like a lot of those hints that she is she does want to resurrect somebody important, and also it's. She definitely because the thing about working with like the devil or like with a devilish satanic figure is that you make a deal through blood and through sacrifice. Right. And so I believe that she like she like Agnes is trying to or Agatha is trying to get a find a way, a loophole, if you will, to try and get her kids back or one of her kids or a kid back, you know, that Maybe, like, Senor Scratch, he's, like, stuck in, like, his soul stuck in a rabbit, and maybe that's, like, and trying to get him out, or maybe he's dead, and, like, then the soul was taken by Mephisto, and that could be, like, a whole, there's, like, a whole other theories of, like, why Agatha is...
1: Maybe, maybe she needs the kids in order to, you know, bring them back to life.
2: Exactly, a soul for a soul.
1: Yeah. Like, that could be the deal, or, like, the caveat that, you know... Agatha if she is working with Mephisto that like that could have been the deal that they you know uh, work together on
2: exactly
0: another thing to point to your theory Brandon that could you know make it correct is in the intro we see Agnes's mom talk to Agnes saying like Excuse me. Like you're like you've been practicing the dark magic. Like that's illegal or whatever she said. Like what? I think she to... was too oh. much.
1: I think it was like too much. Of yeah. The o- she was overusing the dark magic.
0: Yeah, but maybe she was trying to communicate more to Mephisto because, like you said, there's a love interest between them. So, I think
1: that's what happened.
0: Okay, I, I can see that. I, and I think I, that, I can see I Marvel think, taking that route too.
1: I think that's how she was able to counter. You know her coven. As I think it was with the help of Mephisto.
0: Okay. So you think possibly it cut off like where there was still more and then going back to Francesca, no, going back to your original theory, maybe we might see a bit like, maybe we might see an extra five minutes of that scene play out in the next episode where we do see Mephisto or she says a line on how she got help from him or something like that. I could see that. Could be. That's a, that's a pretty good theory. Like I would be surprised if that's not right or. I wouldn't be surprised if that's right. Like, if that comes true, if that was
1: her reason of picking Wanda.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francesco. Is that, yeah. Oh nope. Is there anything you guys say? No, no,
1: no, no. Continue.
0: Oh, okay. Francesco, what's uh, a theory you have or a question for the for the group?
2: So, I believe so. There's definitely. I do believe that there's definitely going to be a big battle. There has to be a battle at the end of like this. This is the season finale or a series finale. And because it's a miniseries, I believe that Wanda, well, it's kind of clear from now that Wanda is going to be the biggest MCU villain and fall into the dark side and be a.k.a. Mephisto. So I believe that it's going to kind of play out because we get two versions of Vision, right? We have the Wanda Vision, Vision, and then we have the real Vision, who is the white Vision, if you will.
1: Hex Vision versus White Vision
2: Hex versus Yeah that's really good Hex Hex Vision versus White Vision And so I believe that there's (laughs) going to be a battle Between the two And that Wanda will possibly have to kill Both Visions Because Vision will be used as a weapon Of destruction regardless And so this is going to be kind of the beginning Of the age of evil Wanda And so we're finally going to get Like a final end of Vision And say goodbye That's my theory.
0: (laughs) So you think we're only gonna see white vision for let's say a max of an hour?
2: Pretty much, yeah. Really? Yeah. I I don't think think he's I I will be surprised if he's like he's gonna be used because I don't I feel like it's okay
0: well then what happens to Agnes? If you think Wanda's gonna be the villain, what happens to Agnes?
2: Agnes is going to get killed for sure in this.
0: I had that prediction last Theory
2: yeah I do believe that Agnes Is going to get killed as well because You think she's going
1: to suffer the same fate as her Coven like she just turns into a mummified Corpse
2: yes because I believe that Wanda is going to like literally Obliterate uh, uh, Wanda is literally going to br- obliterate Agatha and that's How that's like she's going to become like The new mm-hmm. top dog for when it comes to Witchcraft and so and there will be only one that can harness the power, and so that's kind of how we get uh, the House of M, kind of as well, because he because d- uh, Wanda does kill like ninety percent of like all. Super- no more
0: mutants, or mutants. Yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. more. So maybe she says no more witches or something like that. At, when she yeah, does, no more that's magic. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that theory, Brandon?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's just going off of uh, my theory a little bit because I have another one that
0: you can mention. Kind
1: mention it. It's kind of similar um, to me. Oh, well, I want to I want to save it for the last thing because I think it's a more of an out of like out of box theory. Okay. So okay, I, okay. I want to keep I want to keep that um, hidden for right
0: now. All right, all right. Um. Yeah, I agree. Um. With Francesco's theory as well, I think I I don't think White Vision is going to make it past uh episode nine. I don't no. think Agnes is going to make it past episode nine either. And I think that's going to be some pushback from the fans because I know everyone's loving Catherine Hahn's character as Agatha mm-hmm. Harkness, mm-hmm. Um, but I can't see her being, what do you call it? Around? Yeah, being around any longer. Unless they take this route where Agatha Harkness kills Wanda and the Wanda we see in Spider-Man and in- Doctor Strange is a multiverse Wanda. Where she, does, where she does where she does don the original Wanda costume.
1: I don't I'm, see them going I mean, that the Scar- route.
0: The Scarlet Witch costume. I don't see them going that route either. But that I don't know, dude. I didn't see a route where Spider-Man's identity gets revealed either, or where half the fucking Avengers die in Infinity War.
1: No, we didn't we didn't yeah. see that coming together, but I don't know. I feel like that's too much of a risk for MCU to like have that play out. I feel like that's too much of a risk
0: as well. Um, here's a theory I have oh no Brandon you go with your theory because yours kind of piggybacks off. oh you want to save that for the end my bad my bad yeah here's yeah because
1: a- I got another theory that I want to that I can talk about but I'll have you go first
0: here's a theory I have and it's not really like a theory it's more of a just a, maybe we put two and two together here I think white vision will be voiced by um James Spader that would make think sense we're gonna see Paul Bettany voice white vision
1: since he since he's pretty much cast in WandaVision
0: yes he is cast on as WandaVision minor, minor spoiler I guess um, but I mean if you're a fan of the show you, you've looked like some of this shit up but on IMDB he's cast in WandaVision as the voice of Ultron people are thinking Hayward's Ultron I'm not really leaning towards no, that meaning, I, think, I think it's just yeah, like yeah. but I can see him being, be, being voiced by White Vision
1: for sure yeah I could too
2: that's like a strong possibility because since, like, because he's a synthesoid of like both Jarvis uh, and Ultron and Ultron, yeah,
0: and Ultron. And I mean, they would probably want to distinguish the two characters as well. What were, yeah. you gonna say? what were you gonna say, Brandon? No, I was literally just gonna say that. Oh, Warfrey. okay, yeah, so uh, it's interesting that you guys agree with that. Um, Francesco, do you have any more theories or was that it?
2: that that's pretty much it for me i I was pretty i mean like i do see like
0: no you're good i don't want to press you with theories i just yeah no okay
2: you know i do like see like like i keep when i'm because now we're reaching the series finale like what do we see in the future of like well because this is the pre this is pretty much the beginning of phase four and so i do i think that we're kind of going to dwell away a little bit from from uh because I do believe that Mephisto is still gonna make like an I don't like I keep leaning back and forth whether or not Mephisto's gonna a- make an actual no, appearance. You
1: fully confirm to it or not.
0: Exactly. Yeah, fully and, confirm- and, No, you fully confirm to it or not. Francesco, do you think he's gonna appear or not?
2: You know, but that's I like bucks. Tra- I, I <laughs> bucks. I will be I will be very surprised if he does show no, up. No, not
0: the- I'm gonna be very surprised. It, um, I need a yes or because,
2: no. Because well, if you're he gonna thing, be in though, episode eight or not, I'm starting to have doubts. So because remember how we no, said then, the fly. No.
0: Five dollars is riding on this because I'm taking your five dollars for the fucking gazebo, dude. <laughs> so we'll be even then. I'm already. Or you might owe me ten dollars.
2: Anyway. I'm not sure
0: because right, when I dude. think about it this way, too wishy-washy, bro.
2: No, what we learn from
0: Hamlet, from Hamlet, dude. Don't be wishy-washy like Hamlet, dude. Be like Fortinbras. Takes charge.
2: Wow. I I'm surprised you read that, too, though. <laughs> I know. Dude.
0: Something like it's a book reference. It was Davis's class, dude. Shout out to Mr. Davis. If you are listening to this, Davis, and you're in over two hours, because I think that's what we're in at. <laughs> that's the only literature I still remember. He was a good teacher. Best teacher yeah, keep ever. On. Keep going, Francis. Yeah. Right.
2: But um, I, it's, I think it's highly – well, – the thing that's giving me doubts about Mephisto, though, that Mephisto not being on the show is that he, like the fly, because remember how we said that that was one of the many forms of Mephisto. Yeah. And then, like the fly is literally just a regular fly, so it's like the show is like either fucking with us, I or think the it's show's just
0: fucking with us.
2: I. Th- it might be the show just fucking with us, though.
0: Brandon, what do you think? You're a big Mephisto guy. You think he's going to be in there or not? I know you're going to give us a yes or no.
1: I'm going to fully back. My, I'm going to fully back up my, my claim. And wow. I'm, 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 go, I'm riding or dying, baby. I'm riding or dying.
0: Okay, so you don't think he's going to appear in it anymore?
1: I think he's going to appear. Oh, oh you...
0: Wow. Okay. Because I'm like, going
1: all in on yeah. this.
0: I, see, I just... I can't... Um, I can't. I, I don't think Mephisto's going to appear Even if anymore. it's
1: like a post-credit scene. Okay. Yeah. Post-credit just to know that he's confirmed. I'm
0: gonna take that as a win. Like maybe like book, we were... maybe that could be the post-credit scene where somehow that book oh, let's say Mephisto's in that book. And the post credit scene is somehow that book opens and we see like a little fiery devil guy spin out, but we don't see a face or anything, and we just hear like the Palpatine laugh, how they did in the Rise of Skywalker trailer franchise. Oh that would or, be amazing. And that's that, it. And then it's yeah. like continue and like <clears throat> the end credits roll, and then remember how Infinity War it said, Thanos will return in Endgame? Yeah, maybe we'll Mephisto will re- return. See, because no way home, or whatever see, movie cause, comes out first. Because I think he's gonna bleed
1: into Loki. Because I think there was a picture in Loki where there's like it's like um one of those like glass windows, yeah, stained
0: glass, stained glass, the window. stained glass
1: window, yeah, yeah. and it's it's a picture of Mep- or it's like a devil character.
0: Okay, yeah, like, we talked a about that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I'm
1: wondering if that bleeds into Loki. Somehow. Interesting.
0: So you so you think Mephisto Francesco's a bit on the fence, and I don't think Mephisto. That is See, like it, it like
2: it kind of like it makes oh. me like think though of like the future how Marvel's gonna go. Because I mentioned this in previous theories though, is that I think we're gonna delve away more from away from because we've gotten a lot of aliens in like the past, like for like Phase Two, Phase Three, but now we're gonna be kind of going more into interdimensional villains for example we might get galactus we might get mephisto we might get like all these different types of nightmare yeah basically like all these yeah. like different characters and so i kind of believe that it's i you know what i think mephisto is going to be on the i think he is going to be appear as like the end credits thing cuz i think that would be perfect and get people more hyped for like the phase 4
0: i don't know man i'm i'm just still not i'm just still not on that
1: theory i would just i, like, not- I would Oh. I would just like to point out that Disney Plus is not in China, just to let you know.
0: Oh yeah, and we we were talking about that a bit on the other review. How so? Um, they so shit. if they
1: wanted to, they can, uh, Marvel Studios can add Mephisto, yeah. uh,
0: and in the
1: in the in the Disney Plus shows at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Here's my next theory that I have for both you guys. Um, Brandon and I talked about on the first episode, and the second one, and the third one. Uh, but Brandon was here in the beginning when we were talking about it, where I said if Wanda has a kid, I do not think those kids are going to survive the end of the show, and I'm still sticking to that. I'm still sticking to those kids are not real. She is that going the- to lose those that theory.
1: Kids. And Wanda and Vision fighting are his like two theories that he always rides on. Well, here are mm-hmm. the thing.
0: Here's more examples of pointer, dude. When Wanda's choking Timmy, Jimmy whatever the hell they're named, Speedy, Quickie, uh so You mean like,
1: Agatha's doing it?
0: Yeah, Agatha's choking out Jimmy, Timmy, Quickie, Speedy, Silver, you know, whatever they Say like fucking Tommy and Billy, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> anyway, though, she says when she's talking about Tawanda, like, your kids aren't real. She's like, she said something about the kids, and then she mentioned vision, and then she mentioned the reality. Well, we know the reality ain't real. We know vision ain't real. So the kids must not be real. Yeah. So I think the kids are not real, and I see on Brandon's here, that does something. Because if you know your fucking kids aren't real, and you're a mother, that's going to fucking kill you. Brandon, let's hear your theories, man. I know you've, uh, you've been patient. Okay.
1: So for this next theory. Oh, here we go. If this actually happens, and it's true. This will be a gr- this will be a great addition. This will be a great twist.
0: Jimmy Wu becomes an Avenger.
1: I wish.
2: I wish.
0: God, dude, oh God. I would get a hard. So, answer. so
1: we've been hyped up about you know Paul Bettany's secret character, right? Like he's been hyping it up from uh, for a couple months now that. Yeah. You know, uh, he shares shares scenes with a specific actor that he hasn't worked with before. And they have fireworks, and you know it's it's out of control. So we're like, "Oh, cool! Who's it gonna be?" Like, it better, it, it's like Mark probably Hamill, a big name, right? Reed Richards, right, Mark Hamill,
0: Hank Pym.
1: What I think is gonna happen is <laughs> the secret character that Paul Bettany is hyping up is actually himself.
0: So trolling us with the with the
1: Vision versus Vision final battle
0: okay and if that
1: happens it's the best troll that i've ever heard in my entire life
0: i for some reason i feel like i feel like he meant himself versus himself i agree with you there because listen he's he
1: describes it as sharing it with uh the fireworks going off
0: yeah i can if
1: that's yeah. that sounds too over the top not, like now with the direction that i see this going
0: yeah, I can't see. Like that. it's
1: almost comical saying that. Yeah.
0: So, I, I I can see that. I can see him uh. So, I don't think there's a
1: the yeah. There's actually a secret actor. It's literally just himself fighting himself.
0: Okay. Now, who do you think the Wanda actor is? Cuz she said there's a big surprise at the end. So, you think you think Did Paul she Beck- say there was a big surprise? Yeah, she said the Mark Hamill or the Luke Skywalker. Oh, it's a Mark of-
1: Hamill as go.
0: Yeah, Mark Hamill as cameo. We do we all agree that Mark Hamill could be playing Mephisto? I would love
1: if that That'd was the cool. case.
0: Yeah, I would love that too. He's so he's all-
1: really good at playing villains.
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, Batman the animated series, and then yeah, he was
1: Joker for you know decades.
0: Yeah, Ar- the Arkham games too. I don't know if you play Ar- those. Arkham games.
1: Yeah. Um, I know he did a couple animated movies as the Joker.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So do we all agree that that like Mark Hamill's actually gonna appear in this? As well, that's, that's not I, my think main. So.
2: One, I heard there but... was like a, I heard there was a rumor though that uh Al Pacino was gonna play. Stop! If stop, if stop with so. the Al Pacino See, that was, dude!
0: Stop! That would be, stop. The that, be, that, the that's that's shit. Yeah, that's the stop. weirdest yes. addition that they could throw. Yeah, dude, that's like if I mean Christian Britney Bale's gonna be... appeared in Star Wars.
2: Well, here's <laughs> the thing: Christian Bale's think? gonna be in like uh Thor. He's gonna be in
0: Thor: Love and Thunder.
2: Love and Thunder,
0: yeah. He's not but feel, fucking Al Pacino, dude. I know, that's a
1: Hollywood legend.
0: Yeah. What? Okay. All right, dude, you're muted for the, for the night.
1: All right, Brandon, who did you think? I mean, of? to be fair, Al Pacino wasn't Jack and Jill. So I'm just going to put that out there. Actually, yeah.
0: Yeah. But you do an apology. A, <laughs> Jack and Jill was a spot on movie, dude. Oh my God. I just looked in the top left hand corner to make sure we were recording. We are, but I got, oh, I, I was very scared for a second. I would have we hung up.
2: On I would have, I would have, oh, okay, and quit this podcast.
0: Jack and Jill, though, had Duncacino. You cannot beat the Duncacino ad from Jack. If and I
2: Bill. could mute you, I would. I'm just, kidding. I know, I really would too.
0: <laughs> what you guys don't like that? No, as out
1: as the great Al Pacino says, this must never be seen by anyone
0: burn every copy of this. All right, anyway, though, Brandon, who did you think the big uh cameo was at the end? See, I'm not really sure. Like my mind says Mark Hamill.
1: But I feel like it could be anyone at this point. Dude, fucking Reed Richards is not going to be in this show. I swear I swear on my life. Oh that he is not oh going to make god. an appearance.
0: Oh my god. You know what I heard a theory was Uh, I don't know if any of you guys listen to the John Campia show or whatever. He does, like, podcasts about movies and shit. He thinks that the big cameo at the end is Dick Van Dyke. Holy shit, that would make sense. That would make sense, and how fucking dope would that be? Dick
1: Van Dyke was the show that, you know, Wanda was watching before the explosion.
2: That is interesting. That
1: would be, you know what, I would actually love that.
2: He's like a hundred years old, though. He's like I'm really worried about him, though. Bro,
0: when we all think Dick Van Dyke's gonna appear in the MCU, but not Al Pacino.
2: (laughs) I I know because Dick Van Dyke is like a legend. Even
0: if it's like, um,
1: like two seconds, a fantasy Dick Van Dyke, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not actually him, but like, you know what I get? You know what I mean?
0: Do you guys think Jimmy Woo is gonna get superpowers? No. You think he's gonna go into the hex, he's not. You know. I think he's
1: gonna be more of like a men in black type character, yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. and you guys
0: don't think when white vision goes into the hex, because we're assuming he goes into the hex, you don't think he's gonna revert back to normal colors, you, you know? Or what? Maybe he turns into the see- real vision because Wanda recreates them like, gives them all his memories and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because back. the
1: Hex alternates that reality. Yeah. No so matter you, what goes in there.
0: So do you guys think White Vision's gonna...
1: So I wonder if, like, isn't, you know, that Spider-Man meme? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, the looking two point, right at each other. pointing at each yeah, other. The,
1: yeah. The, yeah, the two pointing at each other. I feel like that's gonna be the case, and Wanda has to choose which one is the real, or, like, her vision that she...
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then I mean, you I know, know she. All right, guys.
1: What if she chooses the wrong one though?
0: Well, the other one can't leave the hex. Remember, we saw that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's but true. the white one could. So if she chooses the white one and she get and she alternates it coming in, it could be the new vision, so to speak, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Like a little switch up kind of. Yeah. Um, do you have any more theories, Brandon?
1: Yep, yeah, so I got the the one oh, theory that I would okay. kept in.
0: Brandon has one last theory for us guys, so if you're still around here, listen for the last like half hour because if you made it this far with 21 and 20 20 year olds talking about Wandavision for two hours, you can make it for another 20 minutes. I know who is still listening, Mister Fregoli. Thank you for so. your support. Thanks, son. Let's hear Brandon's last review and then we'll call it an episode. Okay. Or not review. What the fuck? All right, Brandon, just give your theory, man. Okay, so my theory is
1: probably the most out of the box that I could think of.
0: This show's out of the box, dude. Let's fucking hear it.
1: So the general theme around the show is how a person, how a certain person deals with grief. Yes. Yes. How they, yeah, how they're able to cope with it. And, you know, in Wanda's case, it's, you know, sitcoms that, you know, we've come to know.
0: Yeah, childhood, So childhood it, memories
1: childhood memories my theory is what if this whole show is leading up to wanda accepting all the losses in her life rather than becoming the villain
0: who would be the villain then i think i don't think this is going to
1: be a villain that bleeds into dr Strange. i think we're going to get a villain you know that's established in Doctor Strange.
0: Well, also the villain of the show could be grief. Like, it could grief. be grief. I you it know? could be grief. Okay. And
1: Wanda okay. somehow creates the multiverse at the same time. Like maybe there's this. I like, think I think it's final... gotta be
0: one or the other. I don't think we're gonna see both. I don't think we're gonna see Wanda accept grief and somehow create the multiverse. She either accepted or she doesn't. And if she doesn't, that's when she creates the multiverse. If she does, she can't create the multiverse. This yeah. though, Brandon, is where I think the show could flop, though. Or what you would you really be- think? So, I, 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 oh god, I don't want to say like the wrong thing, like you know, not this is. See, that's the only great, thing that theory that's a great thought-provoking theory. I'll tell you that right now, because the
1: only thing that would negate it. Is the children,
0: but we know the children aren't real
1: exactly.
0: Okay, so that and what about so
1: that concerns me that I don't want to say concerned. Let me let me rephrase that. That's where I think the theory isn't as strong as I think it could be.
0: No, I think your, steer- your theory is insanely strong because um, unless this is Wanda's show, this is Wanda's vision and the whole time mm-hmm. the thing she has to deal with the real enemy of the show is not is of course the police standby but after that it is grief that she's ultimately dealing with that's her antagonist through this show like that's her like her an antagonist doesn't have to be a real person it can be a force and a feeling i think that would really elevate the show i think that would really subvert expectations but i I would be okay with it, I guess. I wouldn't like to see it. You I mean, would feel
1: I, you would feel like it's a disappointment.
0: I, I don't want to say that because I, I wouldn't mind them doing something like that. I wouldn't mind a show being about a strong emotion, which is grief. Because this, show, this show heavily focuses on mental health. Yeah. And how somebody deals with it. I wouldn't mind at the end of the day. She accepts it. She takes out. Okay, but she can't be. She's going to still be a villain in some people's eyes. Anyway, though. What I'm what I'm trying to say is this. I think a lot of fans, like with the last Jedi, Francesco can speak to this. Yes. would be very fucking upset if they don't have a if Wanda is one either not a villain or there's two not a villain coming out of this show. Yeah. Because they would feel like this what like they would be like, "Well, what a waste of 9 weeks of my life, you know, all leading up cuz someone deals with grief." Even though grief is something everyone deals with and it is an antagonist for, in a lot of people's lives. I mean, Listen to that line she said. And I was seeing it on Twitter. I even retweeted it. It's like she was like, "Every time I feel like I'm strong enough to get up, get get up, a wave just keeps on knocking me over right at that time." People relate to that. Like people are depressed, especially now with COVID and everything. And that is insanely relatable. And but I feel like Okay, this is going to sound very wrong, but I feel like the modern day movie going audience and the TV watching audience isn't mature enough to understand that they're not mature enough to, to, to think that grief is an antagonist. They just want to see explosions and they just want to see a good guy and a bad guy face off when it comes to the MCU. Maybe I'm wrong, but I do think that fans would be very upset if there wasn't a villain coming out of the show. Francesco, what do you think about that? I kind of want a bit of a tangent there. No, no,
2: no. I completely agree. It would be a major disappointment because the fans have like like fans have universally loved this show, and it would be a major disappointment that we wouldn't get a villain because this is the superhero genre. Would it be a
0: major disappointment to you, or are you saying are you agreeing with me that it would be a major disappointment for fans? Because I said I was okay if if grief was the actual villain.
2: (laughs) See, like because this is the the beginning of like. Because we, we just, like, we, we got to look at, like, what WandaVision is. So, basically, we have all the villains are completely, well, not all of what what we've seen, like, the major villain of the MCU, Thanos, is donezo He's done. And now we need a new villain. We need somebody to fill in the big shoes of Thanos, because Thanos was a huge villain for the past, like, 20-some movies,
0: basically. Exactly.
2: And so, I believe that I mean, me personally, I would be kind of disappointed because we would kind of be kind of lost if without a villain, because we need a main drive to, you know, to fill like these shoes for the phase four. And but
0: we haven't had a villain for nine episodes though, except for grief. Like we have to keep that in mind too.
2: Grief would be uh, grief is an interesting like concept to have as a villain. However, I believe that it has to be like a physical person because like. I mean, yes, I understand. Like, it's like some audiences are not like mature enough, like to have like grief as like a villain. Cause it, cause I, it,
0: cause, I'm not saying a villain for phase four. And I don't think okay. that's what Brandon was saying too. Was it Brandon? You like, you were just saying in WandaVision, the main villain is grief. And like, she, okay. Yeah. 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 All right.
2: But you know, it's just, I believe that it is like, but with the, with the superhero genre, though, it's kind of dangerous, though, to not dangerous, but it's a little I mean, we've already made a huge risk with this show because it's a completely different format from anything we've seen in the MCU. And I guess if, they're, if they are feeling pretty ballsy, though, they would make Grief a villain through like, but this is kind of like setting up what the phase four is going to be. So I believe that there, sh- there will be and there should be. A actual physical person a physical that is a villain. villain okay yes there has to be because we need to have like we need to see how phase four is going to play out you know unless we get like a reveal of like who the true villain because we're dealing with a lot of big things in wandavision because we're like we're dealing with like someone that has the power to create and destroy in a matter of seconds
0: yeah and, and do like, it like com- subconsciously too
2: exactly on autopilot as like agatha yeah. like mentioned so I believe that there should, there will be a big villain, like physical person, like Mephisto, okay. that's going to be filling in the shoes for um, Thanos.
0: And you would be upset if it was just grief in this show.
2: I wouldn't be Not upset. Like furious, i like
0: curious, but...
2: I would be disappointed. Disappointed, you know? yeah. I would be disappointed, but I think that is like inter- it's an interesting concept to make an emotion the biggest villain on the show. I think that's like the most I, I don't think anybody's ever done that before, and not I mean, like I would applaud
0: off. them for it, just like I did with Star Wars with the Last Jedi. Brandon, what Me are too. your thoughts about it too? Because we laid out what we think, what, do, what did you think because it was your theory?
1: Yeah, just just having you guys explain it more.
0: I, I'm
1: actually into the idea of the because we haven't, like you said, we haven't seen an antagonist be an emotion before. To like the overall villain, just have it be a feeling.
0: Yeah, especially not in a franchise like Marvel, Star no, Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Not. Yeah, and
1: to me, this just sounds like a comic book storyline to me. And if it plays out in in a tasteful and beautiful way, I would actually applaud them for that because it it takes them out of the same formula that the MCU and even superhero movies in general have just been accustomed to like there needs to be a physical villain.
0: Yeah. Like good guy, bad guy, big man in
1: any form of media. Yeah. But I feel like it, like if MCU and Kevin Feige have the balls to pull off a feeling based antagonist and pull it off. Right. That can open up so much more stories that could be told within not only the MCU but like i said throughout all superhero media
0: yeah i i 100% agree with you i think they do have the balls for it too and like you like we've said throughout this entire show dude the writing's fantastic the directing's fantastic yeah we have our doubts about the end but who doesn't who wouldn't have a doubt with the way everyone is loving this show and That's such an interesting theory to think that nine episodes of WandaVision, yeah, we get Agatha Harkness, who's a semi-villain, but the main villain of the show is grief. Like Brandon says, that opens the doors to any type of storytelling, really, or any type of genre telling in a superhero setting, in a Star Wars setting, and if they, like Brandon says, if they pull it off and they stick the landing, this show will be praised for years and years and years i mean because it was the first one to pull it off successfully and the first one to even attempt it um i would love to see it to be honest with you now that you mentioned and now that we cool. talk about it I now now let me just say
1: do it would i love for wanda to be the villain absolutely yeah i, I mean, think you wouldn't i think if they continued like the path of grief is just over- overcoming her i would love for that to be to play into dr strange yeah now but- now now here's a question for you guys if mephisto was out of the picture let's just let's let's just take him out of the picture if he appears or not okay and wanda is the main villain going into dr strange yeah do you see her becoming that main villain for the whole fa- for for the entire phase or do you see her in Doctor Strange finally overcoming her grief with the help of cool. Doctor Strange?
0: I think it's as- that one because Foggy even said that the WandaVision storyline ties in with Spider Man and Doctor Strange. And if he wanted to, if he was going to make her the phase four villain, uh, he would have, um, mentioned the other titles as well. But real quick before uh, Francesco, um, if Wanda does accept grief at the end and she takes down her little WandaVision, she's not gonna go back to being an Avenger after it. Like, sword isn't just gonna be like, oh, that was okay, Wanda, pat on the back, you know, like you're still an Avenger. Like, no. Like, they're gonna, they're gonna run tests on her. They're gonna do something to her.
1: Like she's, she's probably a, gonna be an outcast.
0: Yeah, she's not gonna be a hero at the end of the WandaVision, regardless of what happens, in my opinion. Not to word, and not uh if she is, if she opens up the multiverse with all that grief, you know. But yeah, Francesco, what do you think?
2: I do believe, like, I, I agree with like Brandon how like it's gonna like end up in that certain sort of way. I believe that it's gonna end up. It's like I think feel like that Wanda's is gonna become a sort of like Loki kind of character. Like not like like ambiguous. Like with like she like turns like she's like bad, but then she inherently turns good. Towards the end of like some like specific movie, like probably like some something along those lines, like she will be bad for a while, but then she'll turn back to the good because before we had her like, I guess I would consider her a villain in like kind of like Age of Ultron, but then she turned to the good. So what? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, she she was a villain in Age of Ultron, man. She was yeah. going around hypnotizing and you know hip- hypnotizing people. <laughs> That, that's an interesting theory though brandon and i like that theory and if you like that theory let us know thank you for tuning in guys like we, like i was saying we all enjoy uh recording these episodes for you guys we all have a good time talking about wandavision it is one of our most it, the, it is our it is our favorite show at the moment right now all three of us uh brandon where can they find you man if they want to talk to you more about wandavision Yeah, the best
1: places for me to follow me on social media is one through Instagram at BeLion2K20. And you can also follow me on Twitter at BrandonM226 if you want to talk about, you know, what I like to do on my own free time or if you want to to know a little bit more about, you know, what I have to say about the show or even the MCU in general. So, yeah, you can just follow me on those two platforms.
0: Awesome. Be sure to follow him, guys. And Francesco, where can they follow you? So you guys can follow me
2: on Instagram and TikTok. They're both Franny officially, and also please check out my own personal podcast. Uh, it's a film podcast called Fantastic Reviews, which is on Spotify, uh, Google Play, and YouTube. And uh, we post—I post episodes uh, weekly. And Brandon and Danilo are going to be special guests on this week's episode. We will be doing Sky High. Be sure to check out my first episode on uh good the movie good with my friends jake and ryan so uh yeah please check it out and i had a great time with you daniel and brandon it was a really great time
0: yeah we got one more i'm looking forward to it i'm actually a bit sad that we only actually only have one more episode to talk about because yeah. Apparently,
1: yeah apparently the rumor that it's it's going to be 50 minutes what let, let me phrase that gonna be 40 minutes with 10 minute credits
0: okay now that that worries me a bit just because they got a lot of stuff they got to tie up i know but i am excited to record the last one with you guys it has been very fun uh if you're new here to the channel please hit that subscribe button on podcast forum we're available on all platforms if you're listening from apple spotify google we're available on all of those um thank you guys for tuning in like i said in the intro this is a podcast exclusive episode i do have a youtube channel danilo judd um that's where i upload movie review content and star wars content like i said marvel will strictly be podcast form i just posted uh my judas and the black messiah review so be sure to check that out uh daniel Kaluuya just won a golden globe for it so be sure to check out what i have to say uh you can always follow me on twitter danilo Jud, instagram danilo Jud one d-a-n-i-l-o-j-u-d-d add the one or minus the one whichever one you choose to follow as always guys thank you for listening um Please hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment on the Apple podcast. And like I said now, guys, if you're out there, according to Snapple, mosquitoes are attracted to people who have recently eaten bananas.
1: Bananas, yeah. Thank you
0: guys for listening. It has been a blast. We'll see you guys for the series finale review. Can't wait. Next week. See you guys. Have a good one. Peace.